0: Great. All right. Well, this is depressing. Let's get to something probably equally depressing, which is whatever you did today (laughs) on the podcast. That's true. It is a horror movie after
1: all. Everybody and welcome to Spook Retorts, the final episode. I'm
0: so scared it's ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: This is the Spook Retorts podcast where we talk about halloween inspired scary inspired media that's weird that the other person has not experienced
0: i'm so scared to be so inexperienced danielle put me out of my fear
1: um i will do that with this week's episode
0: <laughs> yes also what are our names
1: oh my name's danielle nice to meet everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm saying i'm good to meet you yeah, apparently a little loopy today uh
0: well spooky turtle to that do you <laughs>
1: And this is my this is my week, Sam. I get to share with you.
0: I know. and I'm so excited to receive your blessed words of spooky media goodness.
1: I am uh, pl- uh, pleased to hear that because <laughs> we're doing something a li- <laughs> not a little bit different, but just uh, we haven't done I think we've only done maybe one other thing before that's kind of similar to this.
0: okay. And- <laughs> selling it, Danielle, selling it.
1: so we're doing the sequel to a movie, which is always iffy because then you have to explain the first movie. <laughs>
0: Um, great.
1: And this movie is I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, the 1998 classic.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Okay. All right. I think there's enough of I Know What You Did Last Summer in the Zeitgeist that people got a sense of what it is, but I'm sure you'll give us a brief rundown anyway. I will
1: absolutely do that. So I Still Know What You Did Last Summer is the sequel to the the amazing uh, – mm. <laughs> I, I Know What You Did Last Summer. They weren't very creative with the second title I there. mean, it's
0: better than I Know What You Did Last Summer, too. The submarine or whatever. <laughs>
1: submarine. Yes, yes. That was the actual first title, and then they changed it up.
0: Electric Summerloo. <laughs>
1: Summer, Lou. And the original, the I, I Know What You Did Last Summer, is actually based on a book of the same name by Lois Duncan, which is on my read list. I have not read it, but I have seen the movie several times. And I'd seen the second one, but it had been a while, so it was a fun rewatch.
0: I'm glad you enjoyed it.
1: I did. So I'm going to give you a little backstory on the original movie, just because it does tie in just a bit. Sure. And then I'll give you the summary for the second one, Sam, as per usual.
0: Can't wait to learn what this is about. And how okay. they managed to make it into a sequel. Like, is this going to be a good Jason for you? Like, oh, we're going to drop the whole thing about being his mother and just make him give a one because that's too complicated.
1: You'll find out. But we needed a good teen slasher flick. You know, we had one last year with the House of Wax and yeah. we needed another one on Spooker Well, darts.
0: we say good teen slasher flick.
1: Arguably not good. In fact, this movie is on a lot of people's worst movie lists. <laughs> I
0: was going to say the same thing about House of Wax, which I know better at this point than I do about I Sold Two Last Summer, but we'll see.
1: It's great. So previously, and I still know what you did last summer.
0: <laughs>
1: Thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. So, four friends Julie, Ray, Helen, and Barry accidentally hit a pedestrian in the road on July 4th. Oh, no. Oh, I know. Terrible. And they hide the body, <laughs> they throw it off a pier. A a year later, Julie returned home from college for the summer and she receives a letter that says, I know what you did last summer.
0: I have questions already.
1: Well, good thing we're not doing this movie, Sam.
0: <laughs> I just got to know, Danielle, why did he wait like a whole summer?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have questions I don't think the movie has an answer to. You know, it's been a year since I watched I Know What You Did Last Summer, but I do not remember them explaining overly why any of this was happening.
0: Because the person either died immediately or they weren't dead and just spent a year going, I'm going to wait until they all come home from school and then terrorize and kill them because I'm <laughs> a patient murderer. That's
1: like basically what happens as far as I can tell. So the friends reunite over the 4th of July festivities in their small town and they soon realize that the man they supposedly killed is actually alive.
0: Ah! Yeah. I'm yeah, not surprised course. or scared by that because <laughs> I have seen media in the last 20 years.
1: <laughs> He's a fisherman. His name is Ben Willis and he is out for revenge.
0: Why don't we just file a police report and get them all like arrested? <laughs>
1: I don't know, Sam, but his method of killing them seems to be a hook because urban legends are fun. <laughs>
0: oh, also, fishermen, I get it.
1: Oh, it's, yeah, it's playing there. Uh, he kills a lot of people and several from the group, and the only people who survive are Ray and Julie, and in the finale, they sever ben, Ben's hand and push him overboard off of a boat.
0: Did that work so well the last time they put him in the water.
1: I know, and he, he disappears, and they deny to the police that they know why Ben tried to kill them, and that's the end of the movie, give or take it. Okay.
0: Question also, I'm sorry.
1: You're fine. Go for it.
0: Mr. Ben. Mr. Ben Hook Slasher Man.
1: His official last name.
0: Yes, of course. His we, colonial we, last name. Absolutely. Uh, Hook Slasher Man. It's an Ellis Island name. Uh, <laughs> so his motivation is revenge on the teens who left him for dead, etc., etc. Cetera, et cetera. Didn't like get an ambulance or whatever.
1: As far as I can remember, to be honest, Sam, I'm not sure it really matters. <laughs>
0: But at that point, we're kind of on his side. Like, yes, these, these people were terrible. They did a hit and run. They didn't, you know, try to help you and they tried to cover it up. So not good, but at least, you know, has some justification that we can all like understand and give it some shades of gray.
1: Absolutely. And I thought about that a lot in the second movie is like, I mean, I of course, I'm on the teen side because this is a mass murderer. But at the same time, I'm like, but well, you did, okay, you that's that's did my try to point, kill Danielle.
0: him. <laughs> it, if he is killing other people who weren't involved in the hit and run, he no longer has any moral high ground.
1: Yes, he definitely kills people that are not involved in the hit and run.
0: Why? I was like, I'm, I'm really after these teens because they try to kill me. i just like killing anyway. So maybe the teens were good to kill him or hit him and, and try to kill him that way. Like yes. Maybe they were doing the world a favor.
1: You're you're basically on track for this whole second movie. Oh, okay, sorry,
0: <laughs> I didn't mean to get ahead of things. This first movie, I just realized from your summary that there are moral implications here that I just felt the need to dive into.
1: Yes. I, I agree this movie came out roughly around the same time the original came out roughly around the same time as scream and scream just genuinely is a better movie don't oh yeah. me. it really is <laughs> it's a fun movie i love i know what you did last summer i'm a big you know teen horror slasher flick fan but oh you would on. slash
0: teens if you could
1: <laughs> i would i would not <laughs> don't listen to sam everybody no
0: that's usually a good idea not to listen to me anyway <laughs>
1: All right, I'm going to send you the summary for the second movie. It was an anonymous summary on IMDb. It's fabulous.
0: Is it two sentences like usual?
1: Kind of, but it's a great couple sentences. All right, great. (laughs) Going to give you more questions than answers.
0: Well, that's the best kind of summary because then it leaves us wanting to know more. All right, here we go. The murderous fisherman with a hook is back to once again stalk the two surviving teens, Julie and Ray, who had left him for dead uh, twice now, let's be clear. as well as cause even more murder and mayhem, this time at a posh island resort.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: so this is, uh, I don't you do last summer ghost tropical vacation.
1: It's like Jaws, uh, whatever, three, which four, one is the one? Three, four, whatever it was,
0: yeah. Jaws the Revenge.
1: It's Jaws the Revenge meets I Know What You Did Last
0: Summer. I do. I do have a good tropical uh, set dressing change. <laughs> Question already, Danielle. Does this take place a year later after the first one?
1: Uh, rough. It does not say, does it say how long it's is been? Is it summer I want say it's been question. a year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because this guy's seems to have a pattern of like, gosh, I really have a murder or boner for these people, but I'm going to wait.
1: I, th- I actually uh, thought about that while I was writing my notes too. It's All like right. the timeline on this is like, why does he keep waiting? And then why does he wait till they go to a tropical resort? Like, why? There's just a lot of whys.
0: Also, like, you got to be a hound, like, oh, they're a tropical resort. I'm going to go book a flight. Oh, man, I got to get arrested. I'm in my name. i not going to credit a card out. Like, murder, for. <laughs> Fisherman, I think they'll take that as the first and last day. That's probably fine. Like, there's a lot that goes into like getting to a trategy because, like, he's not like he's just there in the same town like he was in the first movie. He has to like make plans, make arrangements, get up through TSA. Yeah,
1: it's a well, TSA wasn't really a plans. thing in
0: 1998. I'm sorry, but still,
1: you're gonna like this, Sam.
0: Great. Okay, bring it on.
1: All right. So I still know what she did last summer. Do you opens? Okay, I don't. I don't know what she did last summer. <laughs> I'd be terrible like, probably in this movie. Do. Like,
0: like if I was. If it feels like you're one of those teachers who's like, all right, kids, tell me what you did last summer. And everyone's like, I don't know. No, nah, it's probably accurate. I don't remember either.
1: <laughs> I, I don't remember what you did last summer. Maybe you do. Uh, no. I barely remember what I did last summer. Exactly. This is like...
0: <laughs> If, if this guy goes to me so I know what you did last time I'm like, do you? Could you please tell me what I did last time? Because I have forgotten. My brain is mush.
1: You're like, Wait, was that the year that I murdered that guy or was that the year
0: before? Oh, I mean, I never I thought we went to like, you know, six flags. Is that the same year? I don't know, whatever, it's fine. <laughs>
1: Anyway, it opens. It opens with our hero Julie James, who is played by Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, hey, as every '90s movie character is, uh, she's walking up the aisle of a Catholic church, and she steps into the confessional box, and she tells the priest that it's been a year since her last confession.
0: Oh, so yeah, it has been. It has been
1: a year. So she confesses
0: about as often as the murderer pops up to murder. <laughs>
1: So she tells the priest that she hasn't told anybody else this uh, except for the people who were there and they're not around anymore.
0: <laughs> they're dead, priest. They got Real murdered. Dead.
1: She admits that she killed a man in an accident and she can't get past it. She has these terrible dreams where he still appears in them. Um, and he ended up being a killer. He killed her friends, but she got away. But and she the just priest is
0: just like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Say <laughs> a few Hail Marys. And it's all good.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the priest rules are about if somebody tells you that they're murdered. Do they yeah. get to tell the police?
0: <laughs> like, this is a question I, I have because I know that priests aren't mandatory reporters, right? Because. I, I don't know. Because we hear about, like, you know, child abuse or you know, murder that would undermine the freedom of religion to like the whole confession process is the idea that everything you say to the priest is sacrosanct. But also like that priest now has a huge moral dilemma. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, well, you murdered somebody, should I say something?
0: <laughs> it's probably fine I'll let this murder just wander around my church. <laughs>
1: So uh, she told him, she says she wants to face her fear and guilt and say his name out loud. It's Ben Willis. And the freeze says, I know. (laughs) She's like,
0: excuse me. And it's Ben Willis in there.
1: Yeah, ask. She asks how he knows, and he's like, "I know what you did last summer."
0: No, no, take a shot.
1: It's the title of the movie. No,
0: it's. I still know what you did last summer, Danielle.
1: Not yet. Then what? That's just what he says. He says, "I know what you did last summer." That's what a missed opportunity. Well, we'll get there, Sam. (laughs) Okay. So Julie wakes up. She's. Screaming, screaming bloody murder, and she's in the middle of a class, a college class.
0: Oh, Julie, Julie, Julie.
1: I know. I assume that they cast her for her screaming abilities, because they're <laughs> really good screams. <laughs> uh, so she's super embarrassed, and she probably needs more therapy than she's getting, and she kind of just runs out of the classroom, grabs her stuff.
0: Is she getting any therapy?
1: Uh, not in this movie that you see. Okay, then she needs
0: more, Danielle. Any any <laughs> amount would be better than none.
1: I mean, maybe she has some, and we just don't get to see it, but she never mentions it.
0: Oh, that- yeah, oh, very effective then.
1: So the other, so another student in class. His name is Will Benson. He's played by Matthew Settle, and he's her friend, quote unquote. <laughs> and he he mm. leaves class as well. He's checking in on her.
0: Is he a friend who wants more?
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay,
0: yeah, okay. He's one of those creepy dudes. Got it.
1: He's not being creepy. He's just he. I like. He genuinely acts like a friend. Okay. But he definitely wants more.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying conditional friendship is kind of a creepy guy's go-to move of like, I want to be your friend so I can get closer to you so we can have sex. Like, that's not a good motive for friendship.
1: He seems like the kind of guy who, like, would be fine with being friends, too. Okay. But he definitely, like, would prefer to be a good boyfriend.
0: All right. Well, at least he's okay with no, that's fine.
1: As far as I know, they never really explored that dynamic, but I'm assuming. Oh,
0: then why even bring it up?
1: <laughs> because he's clearly into her, and it right. kind of comes into play later. All right, all right. But he's checking in on her, and she complains that it's the year anniversary, and she Does can't sleep. She's almost he. So it, when in the original movie, they told the police it was like a big deal; it was in the newspapers and stuff like that. But as far as they know, like as far as the general public knows, mm-hmm. he was just a random killer that was trying to kill these teenagers,
0: and that's they, they nobody told the knows. The
1: backstory about them yep. hitting this guy. Got it. And so, yeah, he knows about that because all her friends, you know, have heard that story before. Makes sense. She's failing her classes. So just having, obviously, a really rough time. So they part ways after the little heart to heart. And Ray, who was in the original movie, played by Freddie Prince Jr.
0: Hey! Hey! Everyone's favorite Fred in Scooby-Doo.
1: That is true. That <laughs> movie was perfectly cast. <laughs>
0: I have no complaints.
1: And so he shows up. He's early. It's her boyfriend, and it's he's a fisherman who lives in the the city where she used to live, a little small town. That's so. Freddie is a fisherman. The, yes, Freddie Prince Jr. is a fisherman.
0: Was he a fisherman before? He's like after he murdered that fisherman, it really inspired me to take up fishing.
1: Uh, is he a fisherman in the first movie, or are they in high school and they're going into college? I can't quite remember. I think <laughs> okay. they're in first year of college or something like that, and he wants to be a fisherman. All right, a fisherman. all right, all right,
0: because I think be a lot funny if he's like we murdered a fisherman and to balance out the world we need to have a fisherman replace him
1: <laughs> i don't remember sam to be honest <laughs> yes i've seen that movie several times no i do re- not remember what ray's job was in the first movie
0: okay i'm in my head now he is balancing out he's like you know evening out the karmic balance of the universe I th- by
1: i think he was already doing fisherman stuff it was just like a side job or okay, maybe he's well, real, i don't know if he's going to college maybe stop it's just ruining his my,
0: my head cannon daniel
1: <laughs> sorry Anyway, he's clearly a little jealous of Will because, you know, he saw them kind of hug it out or whatever. And he is trying to convince Julie to go back to her small town for the 4th of July shindig weekend thing that they're doing, which is like a crab boil and croaker queen pageant. Like, it's a big, big
0: to do. You know that place, all your trauma? Let's go back.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And yeah, she has all these murder memories from that the time Learned like two memories. years like interrupted <laughs> time last year and which don't seem to affect him at all and he is not supportive of that. He's like, You don't wanna hang out with me and she's like, No, I don't wanna go back there. You come hang out here
0: all right, I'm uh, calling it now. Fred is the real monster. i oh sorry, Ray is the real monster.
1: It's terrible. I'm just like, come on, Ray. Like, she doesn't want to go back to her small town, which is the exact same weekend when all the murder
0: happened. Wow. Uh, What does she see in this guy?
1: I don't know. It's, it's like mind boggling.
0: <laughs> now I'm on team what's his face from class. Will? Yeah, that guy.
1: Yeah. He uh pretty heavily guilds her and she she basically is like, No, come here, let's hang out. Like I'd love to spend time with you. I just like don't want to go back to this town and he's just a terrible boyfriend and he leaves.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Awful man. Uh she's better off without him.
1: I kind of agree.
0: <laughs> Leave him for Daphne. <laughs>
1: We're going to combine two movies here, I can see. I mean... You could combine this movie with the uh, one where they go to the island.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, you could easily see the like the mystery crew, the uh, Mystery Incorporated. Like They're in the van. They're traveling to some, you know, like whatever they do when they're just traveling. And they hit some guy and they like hide the body. And then the, they get to the haunted house or whatever it is. And they're being stalked by this guy who's murdering them. But I the think it's just one of the fake ghosts from their mysteries. And they don't really realize it's the guy they hit a while ago. <laughs>
1: I have never in my life more wanted to see a mashup between I Know What You Did Last Summer and Scooby-Doo.
0: Uh, God, you got to think of the right title for it. I think, uh, I Know What You scooby doo Last Summer.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll work on that. We'll get back uh, to you, listeners. <laughs> Probably in like 20 minutes, and we'll just shout out a random title.
0: <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. This was this is hard. I don't think it get better than that. <laughs>
1: Uh, so that night, Julie's being angsty at home and she hears a noise, of course, because this movie is just all about like creepy noises.
0: <laughs> is there, again, I'm, I'm going to derail this again immediately, Daniel. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine, go for it. Is there an auditory-based horror movie? Like, I know there is The Quiet Place.
1: Which is non-auditory. Which is like the opposite.
0: <laughs> but, like, creepy sounds are everywhere in that movie, I assume.
1: Uh, sound, but not mute, kind of. They use a lot of silence. They use silence for
0: right. emphasis. Okay. I was gonna say, is there a movie that's like, oh, it's the sound that kills you, and it's like, you know, this whole, like, the, like it's almost entirely dark, the movie, you don't see much, but all about, like, the spooky noises.
1: Uh, isn't there one about, like, a blind person?
0: See, yeah, this is what I'm asking you. You're the expert.
1: I feel like there's a movie about a blind person that lives in a house, I don't think I've seen it, who hears stuff, so it's all, like. Based on sound
0: Okay I don't See, know how much
1: They play it up in the movie
0: That sounds cool I'm just putting that out there That sounds cool If it was, if it didn't exist already I think that'd be a cool concept
1: That is a cool concept So in this case though She has all of her senses Available to her And she takes this Big old knife Out of her bedside drawer
0: <laughs> I appreciate her being prepared
1: Yeah well I would be too I guess If you were stalked By a murderous killer Yeah absolutely And so it's, it's, it's a classic Like shadows running behind her As she's like Walking through the house Where she doesn't turn on Any of the lights Because I don't know <laughs> Why do you not turn on the lights? I mean, not every horror movie ever, Sam.
0: <laughs> I mean, I just want to see a horror movie. Ugh, gosh, I'm sorry. We're going right down the rabbit hole again. But I want to see a horror movie where the characters are not morons. They're like they hear a noise, and they go like, "Alexa, turn on the lights." And you know, all the lights are Like, oh, there's a the guy in the corner. Uh, <laughs> Boo. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to get the guy. He's like, he's like hunched up in the corner. Like and the lights go on. He's like, oh. Uh, <laughs> be funny. Uh, just like gets on a window and like, tries to hide. <laughs>
1: The guy thinks he's safe because the light switch is on the other side of the room.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, I forgot about voice activation. Like, it's a modern, like, it's all the 90s tropes. He's like, you are all alone, and then pulls up their cell phone and calls the police like, oh, I forgot about those.
1: <laughs> yeah, there are no cell phones in this movie, so that's fun.
0: And yeah. I'm just saying, I want that, like, 90s movie. Like, I want, like, a killer who's, like, cryogenically frozen from the 90s and tries to use those same techniques in a modern era and just fails spectacularly.
1: That's basically a Jason movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. Jason actually did pretty well.
1: Or Droughts because he's just a killing machine. It could also be a vampire movie. It's yeah, but like they keep up with the times, the
0: times is the problem. Not if you see... like
1: lived in some like godforsaken place and then you showed up in like modern day. But I don't city. want to be like
0: a, a supernatural monster. I just want to be like a guy who's like the Zodiac killer or something, trying to just... use their techniques from like. Instead of sending the police letters, he sends them a flash drive. But he doesn't know anything about flash drives, so he gives all those, like computer files on. They're like, oh, it's this guy. <laughs>
1: That'd be a short movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'd be a funny movie.
1: <laughs> anyway, Zam.
0: Sorry, all right.
1: <laughs> so the wandering through the house, there's no lights, but don't worry, it's just Carla, her best friend in her house stealing your clothes. <laughs>
0: Best friend. She's got great taste in boyfriend slash friends.
1: <laughs> her friend is like, oh, I thought you were out of town this weekend because she thought you she going away for the Fourth of July weekend. so she how's like broke okay? Into her like, house to steal her stuff?
0: <laughs> so I just been breaking into your house, seal your clothing, and I thought you were in here, so it would be okay.
1: Yeah, crazy. So her best friend is played by Brandy. This movie is just like classic '90s icons.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: And she convinces her to go out dancing that night at the bar that she works at. Oh, I know, I
0: just broken at. your house to your clothes. Hey, let's go out dancing.
1: I think it's just like a thing. She's- They borrow each other's clothes. But yeah, it is weird that she's in her closet. So back at the club, she finally talks her into it. Carla's boyfriend, Ty, is there. And he has played... I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Meckie Pfeiffer, I believe.
0: I believe it's Michelle Pfeiffer, Daniel It is
1: not Michelle Pfeiffer. (laughs) M-E-K-H-I. Meckie Pfeiffer. Okay. And it turns out that Carla also invited Will, since she's definitely rooting for him instead of Ray.
0: (laughs) I don't blame her. I I like Carla a lot better now.
1: (laughs) Give him the choice. So while they're dancing, Julie catches sight of this guy in a long raincoat with the hood up, stalking the balcony. And this is the same exact look that the fisherman was using in the first movie.
0: Okay, I got to stop you right there, Danielle. This is Sam's derailment hour, apparently. Apparently. Because I, I this is just me pitching ideas that I think are funny for the entire episode. I'm going to apologize everyone in advance, but I want to see the scene where that guy in a raincoat goes up to the bouncer and is like, yeah, I got to get in there. And the bouncer's like, uh, get in the line. He's like, no, I'm on the list. He's like, can we check, what's your name? Uh, murderous fisherman. Guy. I don't see you on the list. Oh, so, well, there you are. All right, go on in. I know. Let me get uh, into the club.
1: I, I think about that a lot when bad guys show up in horror movies and you're like, How how did they get in there? And then they're like down on the other floor. And you're like, how did they get down there? <laughs>
0: I don't even care about, like, the magical transportation they all seem to have. I just want to know, like, how do you... I just want to see him interacting with the bouncer, like, trying to, like... Yeah, <laughs> I gotta okay, okay, go up the stairs, like, bumping into people. Like, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Just gotta get the 3D medicine up on the balcony. Oh, no, pardon me.
1: <laughs> Assuming he... And I like the idea that he's up there, like, as, assumedly surrounded by people. And yeah, nobody's exactly. like, well, why is there a guy in a rain jacket?
0: <laughs> right. Like, he'd be the most conspicuous person in that club. Like, you, you gotta get out the bouncer. You gotta be, like, just, like, having a good time drinking. Just sitting there with a the hook hand. And a raincoat, like, what's this weirdo? <laughs> You'd be out of there so fast.
1: And the idea is that, like, Julie might be hallucinating this, but in reality, you know she's not hallucinating it. Of course so, not. Like, <laughs> like, you just like, why is everybody just dancing around the rain jacket guy? <laughs>
0: Oh man! Okay, I love it. I really, I really, again, I want to see a more realistic horror film where a guy like tries to get into the club. He's like, yeah, I get in are Like, no, I'm sorry, pal. You nonetheless, you can't get in. Okay, see some ID. Like, oh, I lost it when I was trying to be drowned by those teens in there. I gotta get out there and slash them real quick. He says, like, okay, like, no, no ID, no entry.
1: Well, he's like a real human, so maybe he puts his rain jacket over his arm and just like is the guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, does he like carry his, like? Oh, this is me, Ben Willis or whatever his name was.
1: Yes, I think he probably has his like his. Uh, He's real ID. I think he has a life outside of murdering.
0: I, I don't think he does, because all he ever does is show up to murder. Like, oh, Ben's taking his annual vacation from the plant <laughs> to go murder teens.
1: I mean, kind of. <laughs> as far
0: as Maybe I can that's tell. why it's once every year. Guess to get the vacation time to do he it. needs
1: his two weeks off. Yeah, exactly. So he can go <laughs> to this uh, island. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, where are you going for a vacation this week, Ben? He's like, "Oh, I'm going to this tropical island." Like, "Oh, you're going to have some fun, do some snorkeling?" "Nah, I'm going to slash some teens."
1: <laughs> That's uh, basically the plot of this movie. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so she sees him up there and she's trying to like find him. She's kind of she breaks away from the group and kind of runs off and is looking for him. And I have never like the sound effects Usually, when you're at a club, there's like the pulsing music and you know maybe people talking or whatever. There's a lot of screaming in this club for some reason. Oh,
0: okay. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just doing a little foley for you.
1: <laughs> it's kind of wild. <laughs> it's like, why are these people yelling so much in this club?
0: Danielle, I don't know anything about clubs, so I'm just gonna say it's probably accurate.
1: Uh, it's not. I know way more about clubs than you do. I well, that's tell not hard, you right Danielle. Now. <laughs> There's not usually this much screaming at a club. And she's interrupted by Will, who's like, uh, you you okay there, buddy? (laughs) And she's like, I need to go home right now. And she apologizes and she leaves the club.
0: Yes, because the safest place to be is home alone, as opposed to in a club with a bunch of people.
1: She, like, seems to think her house is a safe space. I don't know why. Ugh. And she has no problem sleeping, though, apparently, because the next scene is her just waking up.
0: (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> right, and the birds are chirping. And it's like it's not oh, good direct, morning. Yes,
1: <laughs> she seems well rested though. But she hears a thumping, so she like gets up to, and follows the creepy noise, as all horror movie people do.
0: geniuses is all of them.
1: <laughs> so she follows the noise, and there is something large in the dryer. It's something against the dryer. Is it but, a cat? No, oh God, thank God, it's not. <laughs>
0: okay, it's like I might be really upset. <laughs>
1: Before she can get too freaked out, though, Carla shows up again, and I, I don't know, is Carla her roommate? Like, I'm very perplexed as to why Carla's constantly in her house.
0: Maybe Carla has a crush on her.
1: <laughs> uh, that'd be a better movie. Yeah. Uh, Carla, like, swans by her, and she opens the dryer out, and her tennis shoes pop out of the dryer, and, her, and uh, Julie- What like, is Carla to doing? Her, like, there? washing
0: her tennis shoes. Okay, mm, this is weird, Danielle. <laughs> If I want to know more about Carla, she's like the real, like, psychopath in this movie.
1: That'd be a hilarious twist. I hope she's the killer.
0: That'd be great if, like, the raincoat guy was like, I've been trying to warn you about Carla, but you keep running <laughs> away from me.
1: Exactly. The whole plot of this movie is just that Carla's really the murderer. <laughs> so the phone rings... And Carla's like, oh, that's Ty. I'm gonna grab it, and it turns she out.
0: Hey, Ty, call me at Julie's house. I'm gonna be there because I'm always there. Well, like, Julie she's actually- clearly a murderer.
1: And <laughs> Julie actually makes a point that like her number is unlisted, so when the phone rings, she's like, "What is going on?" Kind of thing.
0: <laughs> okay, I think that Carla has a plan to wear Julie's skin like Buffalo Bill. <laughs> yeah.
1: That went dark very quickly. <laughs> I it think she's been, clearly like, insane. She wants, be evil.
0: <laughs> she's clearly trying to, like, inhabit her life. Like, she's mo- she's put everything in her house. Like, oh, I am Julie now. I have all my laundry here. We have all the same clothes. I We you have mean, the same number. Everyone calls me at your place. We're the same person.
1: Isn't that single white female? Like, that is a, that is a movie. Mean,
0: again, probably. Again, I don't know much about <laughs> horror movies, but it sounds like that's probably it. Yeah.
1: It's a great movie. <laughs> There you go.
0: So I think that's Carla. Carla's single white female in Julie, if that's a thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly what's happening. Except that it's not Ty, Sam. It's Mark in the Morning, a host of a popular radio show.
0: Oh, this is before podcasts were a thing, so not everyone has (laughs) really. Came with some (laughs) random, like, serial killer real-life crime drama calling her.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. So they start freaking out. They're so excited. And they're put on the spot for winning a trip to the Bahamas, if they can answer the capital of Brazil live on air.
0: Okay, question. Her number's unlisted. Yes. How did the radio station get her number?
1: I don't know, Sam. This is just one of the many plot issues in this movie. Did,
0: <laughs> did Slasher Ben arrange this? It'd be funny if he was like, hi, i um, I, I going to put an entry for the Bahamas trip. I've already got a ticket there, so i got to make sure she gets there, so I'm going to enter into this radio contest. Yeah, her number is, on, I'll give it to you. Just call her and <laughs> offer her the trip. It's great.
1: You'll find out.
0: Because <laughs> that'd be amazing if you orchestrated this whole thing, just because, like, I've already got the tickets to the Bahamas. <laughs> It'd be a hassle to change the tickets, airline cancellation fees, that whole thing. So i got to make sure she gets there. It's actually weirder than
1: you think it is, Sam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite going where you think it is. <laughs>
0: I really like inhabiting the character of Ben, the incompetent serial <laughs> no, killer.
1: We should actually be concerned because Sam is really enjoying uh, being the serial killer. <laughs>
0: no, I, I really enjoy being the incompetent serial killer. <laughs> the Which guy kind who of can't is. figure it out.
1: <laughs> so they they're panicking. They're like, "Oh my god, what's the capital of Brazil?" And they really? find this what? <laughs> really. Yeah, and they end up up finding this Brazilian coffee in the cabinet, and it talks about Rio de Janeiro on it, and they're like, it's Rio de Janeiro, and the host is like, that's correct, you win your trip.
0: (laughs) Well, that's a real indictment of the American education system.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Carla has apparently won four tickets, and they're apparently for that weekend, which is wild. (laughs)
0: Okay, so anything about this one, I, I gotta return quickly to the fact that the best commentary in the movie so far is the fact that they found it on a coffee bag of coffee because it's like Americans know nothing about the rest of the world unless it's about a product they import or like exploit from the native fruits and vegetables and, and foods and peoples from that. So that's great. It is. Also, three days to prepare for a trip to the Bahamas, huh?
1: Yeah, it's wild. It's like I don't know what, what they were thinking. <laughs>
0: I, I bet Ben's are like, ah, oh, I, I waited till the last episode of a procrastinator. <laughs> I always put off getting them to the island. I should have you know, set this whole thing up months ago, but you know how it is. You're like, I'll get to it later, and then later never comes.
1: <laughs> That's exactly what happened, but they won the strip, and now they're fine.
0: <laughs> okay, great. Oh, then that worked out, and I can go you know, slashing on no the Bihal like I always wanted.
1: <laughs> and they had, I guess, uh, passports, and it's, it's fine, so everything worked out.
0: <laughs> I mean, Ben plans ahead, I guess.
1: So Julie invites Ray... She calls him up. He's at work. That's a mistake. (laughs) And he is mad at her because she would go to the Bahamas with her friends that weekend, but not home. I'm like, Ray.
0: (laughs) Ray. At the freaking Bahamas. Also, she wasn't like attacked by a serial killer in the Bahamas yet.
1: (laughs) And her like best friends died a year ago at the 4th of July parade. (laughs) Like she doesn't want to go home, buddy.
0: (laughs) Just don't invite Ray. Say, hey, Ray, you suck. You suck. I'm going with Will, Carla, and Ty.
1: <laughs> so yeah, she has to once again explain to him that it's not him, it's the place, because he's like, oh, well, you just don't want to hang out with me. <laughs> Actually, at this point, I kind of don't. <laughs> you're like, you're right. You're right, Ray. Let's, let's break up. And he tells her he's in the middle of a big run on his boat, his fish run, and he can't make it, but he'll try. And if he doesn't make it, just to go without him.
0: That's like, don't take have time to have names attached to them. Or just like, again, before airport security went insane.
1: Uh, I, Maybe before airport security went insane i have no
0: (laughs) idea i was barely (laughs) alive Uh,
1: maybe they put his name down and then they switch it i don't know maybe you could just do that on the fly i don't know the answer to that question
0: all right well that's crazy but go on
1: So he hangs up the phone and his coworker who like listened to the whole thing is like, dude, what's your problem? Work's not that busy. She's asking you to go to the Bahamas. Like, I'll drive up with you and visit my friends in the city and we'll like, let's just go tonight. What are you even thinking? He's like, yeah, I guess I'm being stupid. And this is what I've been thinking. And he pulls out this giant engagement ring. So yeah, he was just a huge jerk to the girl that he wants apparently to propose to.
0: Race sucks.
1: (laughs) And now his plan is to apparently surprise her last minute by going on the Bahamas trip after being such a whiner on the phone and then propose to her.
0: If I was Julia, I'd be like, put that ring away.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It's true love. Also,
0: my new boyfriend <laughs> is Ben because he knows everything about me. unlike like you. Well, Ben is the murderer. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. She's like, Ben and I fell in love. He was trying to stab me, but then we looked into each other's eyes and I realized no one gets me like Ben. He knows all the things I love, all the things I hate. He knows my deepest fears. He just gets me.
1: And I'm okay with the like 40 year age gap. (laughs)
0: Look, I'm not here to judge. It's just a number.
1: So jump cut to them driving up that night, uh, Ray and his friend up to the city. They're singing classic rock in the car. When Ray comes to a sudden stop, he sees a car in front of him that's like abandoned off to the side of the road with a body lying next to it.
0: Oh no, Oh no! Ben.
1: He's having flashbacks. His friend wants to drive up to the next phone. He's like, no, that looks sketchy. Let's not get... To know. And he's like, no, we've got to check on him to make sure he's okay. Because apparently he learned his lesson from the first time that they tried to kill him. I was going to say,
0: you're the one who survived? <laughs>
1: I know it's Shocking <laughs> So Dave waits in the car He's all super freaked out And Ray goes up to him And is like Chucky's like You know you're alive Hey buddy And he turns the body over And it turns out It's a mannequin Sam
0: A living mannequin That's gonna stab
1: him Yes This plot is actually uh, that A Chucky movie. movie No what's the movie with <laughs> None the- of the
0: living mannequins I don't know
1: <laughs> It's a comedy Sam Where the mannequin comes to life And the guy falls in love with her
0: <laughs> Oh Lars and the real girl no, well, I not, think it's The Mannequin. Doesn't doesn't mannequin. Come...
1: Oh. <laughs> it's like Kim Cattrall or whatever in it.
0: Oh, okay. Because as far as i really go, The Mannequin doesn't come to life. But like an
1: like, 80s movie or something. That's a
0: lot of mannequin, main <laughs> of mannequin movies we're talking yeah, about here. Yeah, it's
1: impressive that it took us that long to get to, in, like, that was like eight different mannequin movies we threw out. <laughs> anyway, right. it's a mannequin. <laughs> and he immediately is like, oh my god, Dave. And he, like, turns to look at his friend. He's like, Dave! But it's too late because Hookman is there. Ben Willis is there with his killing hook. Attached to his hand, and poor Dave is pulled out of the car and left for dead on the road.
0: Why does he kill Dave instead of just killing Ray, his target? Okay,
1: Do, does Hookman dude like kills everybody but the actual target? Sam,
0: <laughs> <laughs> look, I would understand if maybe like he's trying to torture them by like killing everyone they love, but like that doesn't seem like his his motivation. He seems to be like you, cry, you left me for dead. I'm going to kill you now.
1: Yeah, like spoiler, halfway through this movie, like nobody had died that was a main character, and I actually paused it to see how much time was left because i was like how have we gotten this far and he's only killed people that are not related to the main cast
0: see okay i, I i'm uh, going to revise my assessment i do not need to make the incompetent serial killer movie because this one already exists and is <laughs> so one.
1: wild i was very <laughs> impressed like why does he keep killing all these random people <laughs>
0: You know what I think it is, Daniel? I figured it out. I got it. He's (laughs) nearsighted.
1: Oh, that explains a lot. He's like, oh, I finally
0: got you, Ray. Oh, damn. Wrong guy. (laughs) Oh, I got you. Oh, brown hair. They look the same to me. (laughs) So that's exactly
1: what must be happening behind the scenes. We just don't see it.
0: Uh, clearly, he's just like, if only I, I had an optometrist appointment. I blew it off. So I want to go to the Bahamas. I got this whole thing planned. I should have gone and got my glasses updated. Da da. You know, procrastinator.
1: That's uh, but yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Uh, we just—it's in the uh, extended edition for the director's cut.
0: The, the the Snyder cut of <laughs> I don't do it last summer or sold you do last summer.
1: So anyway, Hookman steals the car and drives off. And for some reason, <laughs> <laughs> I love that
0: he's just like oh, I killed your friend. I'm taking your car. And Screw it gets even you. better because
1: Freddie prince Jr. Ray is like running down the middle of the road, like after the car. I don't. I guess maybe There's another
0: car. I
1: don't. But he's like running and he does like the weirdest run I've ever seen because his hands are like splayed out and he's like kind of like waving his hands back and forth as he runs. It's not like a normal run like uh, you would if you were actually trying to catch up with the car but a semi like comes around the corner and almost hits him and ray dives and he falls off the side of like the the road and down a hill and it's clearly the like semi truck does
0: not stop
1: <laughs> no it doesn't and it never comes up again even though there's like some questioning later with the police of like his his story and because he, his he, friend's he,
0: dead yeah and he
1: doesn't once say like you know oh hey it's there was a semi that totally saw me running down the middle of a road in this car like driving off
0: also Ben, buddy, if you want to frame Freddie Ray for the murder of his bud, don't steal his car. Like, that's just like, hey, my car was stolen. Clearly the guy who stole my car murdered my friend. Like, that just, like, makes him less of a suspect.
1: Yes. However, none of that comes into play.
0: <laughs> okay, great.
1: <laughs> so the next morning, Julie and Carla are waiting for their ride, and Ray still hasn't shown up. She's left him a couple messages. She's kind of hoping he was just going to show up last minute, but he's of course not there. But luckily, Carla has invited Will.
0: I Woo! good, good. Will and Julie sitting under a palm tree exactly. in the sand cave. I, I lost the rhythm. Doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: So he pulls up with Ty, and how awkward would it have been if Ray had actually showed up like he was supposed to? And you're like, just hey, kidding, Ray, you don't get to go to the mamas.
0: That'd be a... M- Will, Ray, whatever. Oh, you know what? oh, 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 this makes sense, Danielle. I figured it out. All right, all right. Carla is in on it with Ben, because uh-huh. Ben wants to murder at least Ray, but probably, you know, Julie too. And Carl's like, well, I really don't want Julie to die, but if we get rid of Ray, it really opens a door for Will.
1: <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. Just an elaborate scheme.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like an elaborate Three's Company style shenanigans about like trying to set <laughs> up. Murder. Yeah, exactly.
1: All right. So anyway, flash forward you know, through the travel, they get to the Bahamas and they have to take a boat onto this island, which is a secluded paradise, of course.
0: So I, I really want to, I want to follow Ben's journey, like on the airplane, <laughs> like they're pulling the cart by anything for you, sir? Ah, oh, but ginger ale, please. I get tummy troubles on the airplane. I get things on the boat, <laughs> like. Yeah, you sure you wanna wear that giant raincoat? It's like, you know, ninety degrees and humid here in the Bahamas, like, oh no, it's just part of the thing. No, I got very sensitive skin.
1: Yes, like we don't talk anything about how he gets over there, but there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd
0: be amazing. All right, gosh. Man, horror movies would be so much better if you just like followed the killer around the whole time. We gotta see like them like Jason running from tree to tree, like hide behind a tree. huh. No one here. Ah, ah, ah. Next tree. Okay, got gotta get behind the teens. <laughs>
1: That would be a good movie. I would watch them. there you go. So they're immediately met by this guy named Derek who has this like fake Jamaican accent. He's actually just Oof. like a United States citizen probably because he's he definitely has like an American accent. And he's uh, the fake Jamaican accent guy who's like, oh, I'm here to serve you during your duration of your stay. And he like follows him up to the hotel. And okay. before they can get into the hotel, they are interrupted by none other than Jack Black with dreads.
0: Whoa. <laughs> it's
1: a great character. So Jack Black, his name is Titus in this movie... And he's offering them the finest weed on the island
0: if they're interested. Oh, okay. Well, good to so see he's playing to type.
1: <laughs> they turn him down and he rushes off to go hit on some, you know, bikini clad lady. And they lady. Get- lady. They get to their slightly creepy hotel. It's all like dark wood. And Carla rings the bell that's on the desk like 15 billion times. It was like, Carla, I would kill you if I were the customer <laughs> service rep. Like,
0: stop ringing
1: the bell. <laughs> <laughs> the real murder is
0: rudeness
1: (laughs) A maid like walks through and completely ignores them they try to get her attention she's like yeah i'm not having that and i would
0: too if i like learn some manners
1: (laughs) and the clerk finally shows up and he's super surly and he like puts his hand on hers to stop her from ringing the bell and i've never been more on the side of the clerk (laughs) (laughs) and he's clearly just a jerk but like i kind of was with him i was like yeah she needs to stop pushing the bell
0: i mean two jerks don't make it right (laughs)
1: it's crazy there's also this really mean Doberman that barks at them, but is never seen again in the movie, which seemed like an odd choice.
0: He senses the evil within them.
1: It's crazy. So the clerk looks up their reservation and you know they have little snide comments and the clerk looks up at their reservation and says in surprise oh you're in 201 and 202 and they're like yeah the there, there's something wrong with that and the answer of course is no of course not you know
0: <laughs> they're yeah, just yeah. Are, the- there
1: are there are bridal suites I think is what he says
0: oh ooh
1: I know and so the uh, Carla's like yeah they're suites let's go
0: <laughs> they sound pretty sweet to me
1: no I see what you did there
0: mm, I really should have
1: so he lets them know that they're that their marginally trained off-season staff of five will be attending to their every need
0: <laughs> i like this guy he may be Shirley, but he's <laughs> honest it
1: was a funny phrase and the the four of them were like uh off-season and he's they're like yep the fourth of july weekend is basically our winter so the clouds roll in like clockwork this is this is storm season it starts like today <laughs>
0: That radio production, what a scam. Like, like, I
1: know. Carla's like, they say that nothing comes for free and they were right. <laughs> you know? She's all mad about they, it. They
0: got like some kind of timeshare <laughs> thing going on. Like, we have to unload these tickets, but we can't give anyone enough time to figure out that this is going to suck. So we have to make it like a week or three days before they have to leave. And we're going to do this on radio giveaway.
1: But I just feel like they wouldn't do that, though, because that's bad for business. Like, in reality, no radio station is going to do that because they want you to have a good time so that you like hype it up on your social or whatever now.
0: <laughs> what? So I mean, no, 1998. There's no social.
1: That's MySpace, Sam.
0: <laughs> I don't think anyone can, like talking about their vacations on MySpace.
1: <laughs> I don't know, Sam.
0: <laughs> I don't. I was never on MySpace. I don't know either.
1: Anyway, storms are coming. It's it's an issue. But now apparently they have the entire island to themselves because literally, like, it's packed when they get there. There's people everywhere and hanging out. They're the all leaving. Full. And apparently they're all <laughs> leaving that day. All right, sure. So, it's literally as far as I can tell, like not a single person stays, which just seems inconceivable. So, it's just the staff and them.
0: <laughs> well, and the murderer who apparently snuck onto the island without being noticed by this staff that has literally no one else to attend to. But not
1: yet. And so, the porter helps them to the room, and the porter is played by Bill Cobbs, which is a great little character for him. Okay. If you saw him, you'd recognize him. If you look him up, you'd be like, oh, Bill Cobbs, he's in everything. Sure. And so he has has their bags and he's like, oh, 201 and 202, these rooms aren't used much. And they're like, oh, is is there a reason? He's like, oh, no, no reason. All
0: right. (laughs) What's you guys got to either put up or shut up about this room. Also, <laughs> Rex, yeah. if there's no one else in the hotel, why? Like, what a stigma in 201202, the evil rooms, and oh, there's yeah, no one else wild. here. But we'll just put them there anyway.
1: There's a scene later where, like, I, I'll, I'll get to it, where I don't understand what's going on because there's nobody else in the hotel, but they're acting like it's full. am <laughs> like, Exactly. <laughs> And he's like, oh, no, no reason. We just don't see many young couples in them. And they were like, oh, well, you know, we won a competition by guessing the capital of Brazil. And he's like, well, good job. Here you go. Here's your backs. Have a great trip. And Capital
0: of Brazil. Way to go, geniuses.
1: <laughs> so Carla backs out of their their shared room deal because she was going to share with Julie. And she goes with
0: Ty, of course. Of course. Leaving, it's like, leaving who, Will and Julie. Why would you not do that?
1: <laughs> I know. So, meanwhile, Ray is in the hospital, and apparently he told the cops everything that happened, but given that the guy had a hook on his hand and a BMW... The detective thinks his head trauma is making him a little loopy, and it was just a car accident.
0: But where's the car?
1: I don't know. The answer to that, Sam, maybe they found the car later. It's unclear.
0: <laughs> all right, detective doesn't even check. <laughs>
1: um, Maybe the other car was there. So anyway, apparently Ray overhears all this because he runs for it. He climbs out the hospital window. Why? Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe he feels like he's going to be arrested. I don't have the answer to that question.
0: Sam. I mean, arrested, sure, but you're going to be like- Arrested for what? Having a car accident?
1: I think he's trying to go find Julie and them. Like, he doesn't feel like the cops are going to do
0: anything. Okay, yeah, let we go to the Bahamas somehow.
1: Yes, uh, that's exactly what's going to happen, Sam.
0: <laughs> I don't understand how, again, maybe this is just a modern era problem, but like, everyone just seems to get anywhere they want to with no problem.
1: I actually do not understand Ray's little uh, trip during this. You'll see what, what happens that I'm just like, what is going on?
0: Maybe he and uh, the Jaws shark from Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> he's like.
1: basically the shark. He <laughs> rides like a shark
0: or something. They, they like, team up.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, that's what's happening on uh, back in the mainland. And the hotel in the Bahamas is super deserted, and they end up in this empty bar with a very surly bartender named Nancy. Apparently, the entire staff is just rude.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like – This is a resort, right? If I was a bartender, I wouldn't be rude to the literally the only people on the island who can tip me.
1: I know, it's bizarre. Like, I don't understand this whole staff except for Estes, which is the name of the the porter from earlier. Like, everybody else is super rude.
0: Man, wow.
1: (laughs) I know, it's weird. So they're partying, you know, having a good time, all four of them. And there's a karaoke machine, which Carla talks Julie into doing. And she picks for her the song, I Will Survive.
0: Oh. I know. And she's like, "Uh." (laughs) I know, she's like, "Uh." Yeah, I
1: see what you did there. Like, she even kind of plays it up. So as she's singing, everybody's kind of laughing. And she looks over at the lyrics. And the lyrics on the screen change to, I still know what you did last summer.
0: If this isn't another dream, then I really could get props to Ben it's not for his another amazing- another
1: dream. Nobody sees it for her. And she's like, did you see the screen? And they're all like, what are you talking about? Because they were all laughing, you know? And so he's happy. The karaoke machine? Yeah,
0: like, like I'm going to say, like, this is the 90s. This is not like an internet connected karaoke machine, probably. like What's he doing? Like, he's, like, in the basement, like, ah, oh, I'm into the mainframe. <laughs> I
1: was just, like, I was laughing. I was like, well, how did he get into that? How did he <laughs> know she was going to sing, I assume, that song? And that, like, when she was go- that she was even going to use the karaoke machine.
0: He He's just like, I bet he's just sitting in the basement like, waiting like, to use the pinball machine, I'm going to make it so the high score says, <laughs> I, mean, I still don't do the last summer. She's you the karaoke, I get this off. Like, the whole thing planned. I've been working for months here. I've been writing scripts and code in the basement. I get every piece of equipment, the scoreboards, for the darts, for everything else. It's, it's all ready. If they try to watch TV, I'm going to make it happen. You just wait.
1: It's just crazy. I was, like, blown away.
0: <laughs> See... This is, oh my gosh, this movie sounds like it's hilarious, but it sounds like it'd be a much better movie if we just follow Ben around, like on his (laughs) journey of like prepping things up, getting into the nightclub, coming to the Bahamas, setting up all his little traps. Like, this sounds like a way more interesting movie from his perspective. It'd be
1: a great companion piece to this movie
0: because he, he, like, kills Ray the day before they all go to the Bahamas. So he has to get there on the plane, like the same flight that Julie's on, presumably, because I don't know how many flights go to this particular island at the same time if he was just, you know, stealing a car. From Ray. He's like he has like a whole lot of time between that and getting to the island. He's not like there months before her <laughs> waiting. Yeah,
1: the timing is, is questionable.
0: Oh maybe I really want to see his journey.
1: Anyway, so uh, she's freaked out by the karaoke machine, she runs off, she runs back to her room, and as she will runs into her room, she sees a card on the table with her name on it, and she's freaking out, as you might Like what kind be. of card?
0: Just, Just like, like a white
1: card that says Julie. Like oh, okay. I thought it was card, like, like a playing card,
0: maybe or something. No, like an envelope card.
1: And She slowly walks towards it, opens it up, and pulls the card outside. And the inside of the card reads, Surprise! (laughs) with an exclamation point. Oh. She reads it just as Will, with a bouquet of roses, shows up behind her. And she, like, screams her bloody murder scream again.
0: (laughs) Will. Buddy. She has trauma.
1: (laughs) And she just ran out of the karaoke room. And you're like, I think I'll follow her and give her some roses.
0: (laughs) And i have having much fun here for just a duck and he, like, he threw the roses over her head.
1: <laughs> well, he drops the, like, the roses on the ground. They break. She screams. She apologizes. But really, like, what is Will doing? Timing, buddy. Timing. <laughs>
0: Uh well, I was rooting for you kind of, but, th- oh, but this gosh. sort of aggressive, I'm <laughs> going to make her love me move is not endearing you to me.
1: I think it's the most aggressive he really gets because he immediately apologizes and then he's like, I'm so sorry, like bad timing, I will go, I'm going to go take a walk, give you some time, like he hands her one Where did of did this- get
0: the roses? I'm sorry. I don't know. I
1: have no idea, Sam. I didn't even think of that. <laughs>
0: Because, like, this island is, like, Like, they they shut it down for the off-season. So, like, they have, like, their flower shop stocked daily with fresh roses for all of four people who are on the island. But
1: everything else is open, so why not? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He hands are like a single rose out of the pile that he you know dropped and he's just like you know i i really do like you but i'm gonna give you some time let me let me go take a walk
0: and he leaves to go sing seals kiss a rose on karaoke
1: <laughs> that must be what he's doing with his free time you don't see him again so i'm assuming he, <laughs> he's off doing something so meanwhile ty and carla decide to go hang out in the jacuzzi out by the pool
0: Oh, uh, they're dead. I know.
1: And a uh, fake accent Derek is shoring up the boats at the dock in the dark. I don't know why you wouldn't do that before the dark happened. Or
0: but. have some lights on.
1: <laughs> Crazy. Apparently there are no lights on the dock, Sam.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's a safety violation, it sounds like. <laughs> I would
1: assume so. So he's pulling up the boats, you know, tying them off. And he's startled by Titus, who, like, jumps out and basically scares him. <laughs> Jack Black being the Jack Blackiest. He invites him to a party on the mainland and he's like, nah, man, like, I'm tired, I'm going to go home. And he, Titus wanders off. So Derek... Of course.
0: So wait, why is Titus wandering on this abandoned island, inviting people to parties and trying to sell them weed?
1: Because it's where he lives. I don't think he leaves. He seems like uh, he's he just lives there.
0: My understanding was the island was just the resort. I didn't know there was like actually like a community on. No, the island. I
1: think there. I think it's pretty much just the resort. You don't see ever see any more of the island, but I don't think he lives anywhere else. I think he's just maybe he lives there by himself for a couple of months. I don't know. It seems like maybe this is the staff that doesn't go off the island.
0: Okay. And just, but Titus is not. He's just there. It's like, oh, yeah, it's Titus. He just hangs around all the time. He's like our mascot.
1: He kind of is, yeah. He just <laughs> okay. has that vibe of like, he doesn't have anywhere else to go. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, way more know? interesting character than Julie.
1: Yes, I love Titus, but unfortunately, you don't see a whole ton of him. So he, the guy declines, Derek declines, and Titus just kind of wanders off the dock. And Derek, of course, is, there's like a rope that's kind of near his foot, and it promptly sort of like somehow circles around his foot and then pulls him into the, the water.
0: Yep, he's dead.
1: Which I think is hilarious because the guy doesn't kill him in the water. He like comes back, he tried to like pull himself back up on the dock. And then of course, the raincoat guy shows up and like instantly stabs him with the hook. <laughs> he's Why? Like so, just for fun,
0: he pulled him into the water also why kill derek derek was not going to interfere with your plans he was about to go home leaving those two teens in the hot tub alone (laughs) who aren't even your targets to begin with
1: why anybody dies in this movie i cannot tell you
0: (laughs) i just i want to understand ben so bad i want to know what his motivation was like maybe he has this huge elaborate like rube goldbergian-esque plan of like I kill Derek and then I kill these two guys that will cause Julie to be here where I can drop the anvil on her head and then the rocket boots will go off And like,
1: I actually assume that's the case I think he's like low-key trying to terrorize the four of them and so his plan is to but like, why terrorize
0: me? Carla and Ty they're not involved in any of the shenanigans from before
1: because they're involved with Julie I don't know Sam
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's my point it's like I understand trying to terrorize Julie and Ray by killing their friends and family I don't think it's necessarily the, the motivation I would buy for this Guy, but I understand what he's doing because it's not like they killed his family and made him suffer. They tried to kill him so he would be returning the favor.
1: I assume they're killing the others because they're attached to Julie and he just wants to screw with Julie.
0: Okay, but Derek is not.
1: No, but he uses Derek's body in just a few minutes. Okay. (laughs) So maybe he's just like having fun. Maybe he's out of
0: mannequins, I guess.
1: (laughs) He is, like I said, instantaneously murdered as soon as he tries to get back up on the dock. And Titus thinks he hears something, but he's also as high as a kite. So he just kind of like looks and is like, "Eh, it's fine. And wanders off. That tracks. So Ray, meanwhile, is trying to get a hold of the hotel. He's on a payphone. Remember the good old times with payphones? Uh,
0: no. (laughs) Yes. But he's having
1: no luck because apparently nobody works at this hotel, so the phone is just ringing in the lobby and ringing and ringing
0: and ringing. Can pay phones make international calls? I've never tried, but that seems like it'd be He hard. asks
1: for an international operator, so there must have been a way. Okay, Maybe it's well, just more money.
0: Shows what I know.
1: Yeah, so crazy. Maybe he's a
0: phone freaker. Like, everyone in this movie is secretly a mega hacker.
1: <laughs> Might be it. So meanwhile, the maid is going from room to room to get linens, which... Is weird because she keeps knocking on the doors, but we've established but there's no that there, there is nobody there.
0: <laughs> like why even bother changing the beds? Strip the beds and leave them bare and you know, clean all the linens and and put them in the linen closet until someone shows up.
1: Yeah, it's super weird. So she's like, I'm gonna do room service and you're like, Do oh, I have to flat there? this resort
0: and take over management of this hotel myself to make it make sense?
1: So I literally Cause I will don't do that.
0: Know. Fly me out to the Bahamas, please.
1: So she pulls out the linens from one of the rooms and like it's all very, this is filmed very dark. Like everything in this hotel is just very like dark brown woods and just no lights. So she's she pulls the linens out of this room, she sticks them in her basket and then she goes and knocks on the next door, you know, room service. As she's like knocking on the door, she puts her pulls her hands away and she looks down and she realizes they're covered in blood. And she's like, what the heck? And she looks back over at her linens and like pulls them apart and they're also covered in blood. So apparently she somehow took linens out of a room and did not realize they were covered in blood.
0: Okay, <laughs> like, okay wow. How do you She's pull socks, like? I guess. <laughs>
1: Were, were they already in a pile when you got them? Like, they were just piled up on the bed already? You just grabbed them and stuck them? Even like, though there's how? no
0: one else in the hotel? Like, <laughs> how those linens get piled up in a ball? I don't know, ghosts.
1: <laughs> it's just like at the weirdest, like, series of events. I was like, none of that would happen. No. Anyway, so she's like looking down at the linens, like, oh my god, what is going on here? And it doesn't really matter because the door she had just knocked down now slowly opens and the hook man is standing there and he kind of pops out of the closed door and hooks her, <laughs> drags her down the hallway.
0: So that's two innocent, uninvolved hotel staff this guy is murdered for seemingly no reason.
1: Yes, and my notes literally say why he's killing the staff is a real question.
0: <laughs> like, and he's going through a lot of effort. Like, how did he get from the dock to the room to set up this whole elaborate charade about the bloody linen? Like, I'll make the linens bloody, but she won't notice until she gets to this room when I'll pop out and, <laughs> and get her. And why
1: it. are they bloody? Did he kill somebody in the room? Like... W- what? <laughs>
0: he clearly took the other guy's body, Derek, and like rubbed it on the linen to take them blood. He's yeah. like, ah. Did he like that's wrap his Derek? body
1: up? Did, is that where he slept for the night? Maybe that's where the hook man was staying. So he was just bloody because he laid down on the bed.
0: Okay. How do you get I uh, just so many questions, Danielle.
1: <laughs> but back in the jacuzzi, Carla interrupts the making out to try and find her hair tie, which is missing. And Ty then like talks her into it again. And then they are interrupted immediately Priorities. by Titus.
0: <laughs> Titus. My dude, go away.
1: Yeah, he's just interrupting for kicks. And I don't know how they didn't notice that he got into the pool next to the jacuzzi because he just literally just like pops up and is like, hey!
0: (laughs) Man, that's a bummer.
1: I know, it's so funny. So he disappears. He like swims off. He's like, okay, I'll leave you two lovebirds alone. And he swims off and they start making out again. And then they are immediately interrupted by Will.
0: (laughs) I would be like, all right let's just abandon the jacuzzi idea. We have a hotel room. We have like a whole hotel. We <laughs> could just go somewhere else.
1: I know. Ty is like, dude, get out of the jacuzzi. And he just, inc- Will completely ignores him. You can tell he's just being like obnoxious. I know, but this is
0: when Ty and Carlos just like, well, let's just take ourselves to our hotel room. It's yes, fine. You'd
1: you think so. But um, Will is like, hey, you know, like, what should I do about Julie? She's alone in her, in her hotel room. Like, but, like, what do I need to do?
0: <laughs> uh, Leave her alone, dude. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. Well, they're just kind of like talking it out. And back up in her room, Julie hears a noise. Because that's all she does. <laughs> she hears noises. <laughs> she
0: she goes, hears noises and screams. Got it. <laughs>
1: and goes to investigate. Yeah, that's what she does. She hears a noise, she investigates, she screams. These are the three qualifications for Julie as a character.
0: So Julie Drew investigative teen.
1: Exactly. She goes to investigate she like checks in the hall nothing's there she's looking through the room she finally opens the closet door and she looks down at the floor and there's like blood dripping onto it and of course you know the camera pans up and you see that apparently it's Derek's dead body suspended in the closet hanging there
0: and she's like
1: oh somebody I don't know is dead yeah well she saw Derek earlier she met him I know she
0: knows who he is she's like I have no emotional connection to him."
1: yeah but you did see a dead body and it's very dramatic she screams
0: (laughs) Of course she does. I was say that, yeah.
1: And then she runs off to find her friends, who apparently she knows her at the pool. And uh, at the, she gets the hotel clerk and pulls them all into her room. But of course...
0: The body's gone by the time she gets back. It's
1: gone. So is the blood. It's magic.
0: And speaking as someone who has bled on things before, because I'm not necessarily the most graceful person, uh, blood doesn't come out easy. <laughs>
1: it's just on the wooden floor. He just wiped it up.
0: <laughs> oh, it was a wooden floor. Okay. I thought it was in the closet. Like, what about all the clothes and other stuff in the closet?
1: No, it's just like, I mean, there's nothing on the floor. But you think there probably would be blood on other stuff in the closet if you yeah. managed to hang up a body from the ceiling. I don't know. Weird. Uh, nobody believes her, which is actually a weirder scenario. Like, not a single person believes her. <laughs>
0: Okay, but also, again, I want to see Ben set up and then tear down. Like, he's like hiding in the other closet. Like, well, oh, she's going to open the door. She's going to open the door. She screams, ah, I got her. And she runs like, okay, got her. get out of there. Can we get the huh, huh. He's like running up the- down the hallway as like Julie's coming back here <laughs> yeah, the people.
1: I guess he <laughs> like, threw it Gotta in the Got to get room my hands a knee, the floor. <laughs> got
0: to scrub the floor. Get like a mop and a bucket. And he has to like run with a mop and a bucket and like empty it out.
1: Yes, that's what we're assuming is going on behind the scenes as she's running to get the. Yeah, I want to see that. Pool. But nobody, so nobody believes her. And Ty, in particular, is like suddenly a huge jerk. You're kind of like, man, all the boys in this are terrible human beings. To be
0: fair, to be fair, Ty has been interrupted numerous times. He does
1: mention that at one point.
0: (laughs) Which- does not excuse his behavior in <laughs> any way, but it's at least a better explanation than Ray is just a jerk.
1: <laughs> it's true, but and he, it, but Ty is particularly mean to her. Is basically like you're having a psychotic oh, no. episode. Like what's wrong with you? He's just like does he's just not very nice and thinks that she's basically going crazy. And Julie's like I want off the island. And the clerk's like Well, bummer. There's no way off this island. The last ferry left. There's a huge storm coming. Even the private charters are out because the phones went down a few minutes ago and. And radios are for emergencies only, and this is not an emergency because you guys have had too much to drink, and <laughs> you're just imagining dead bodies.
0: I can't wait to see how Ray gets on the island. Is he's going to parachute on? That'd be amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, maybe he does, like, the surfing thing that uh, James Bond did in that one movie.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so basically, he's like, we just have to batten down the hatches, ride this out, and there's a storm shelter if it gets bad. Like, that's what we're doing, and sucks to be you. <laughs>
0: You know how to solve this problem, Danielle? How? Everyone just sticks together.
1: Yes. Which they try for about two seconds,
0: you uh, see. Uh, uh. And then Julie hears the noise, wanders <laughs> off, screams, and yeah, of
1: course. Uh, kind of, basically. So meanwhile, the porter, Estes, is up in his apartment. And apparently, this is where the movie starts to like go crazy. Oh, um,
0: this is where it starts to go crazy. <laughs> like,
1: it just gets like progressively weirder from here because there's no reason for this. He's apparently a voodoo practitioner. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you?
0: No. Does not sound particularly culturally sensitive.
1: (laughs) And it's not. And also it's uh, like... There's no point to this, which I think is hilarious. That's like, if it it went somewhere, that would make more sense, but it does not. So he's doing some kind of spell, and he's using Julie's toothbrush that was missing earlier. She remarks that she can't find her toothbrush.
0: Why? Is he creeping on her?
1: Uh, You'll see. So uh, Titus also, it flashes to him, is in what I assume is a shed where he either hangs out or he lives. This is why I don't think he (laughs) has another place to go.
0: (laughs) Titus, my man, I want to help you, buddy.
1: So he's got all his pot plants in there and he's like talking to them and he pulls out a giant bong and he's like all excited to start his evening, I guess. And then you see the raincoat man, you see Ben Willis in the background and who suddenly just kind of magically appears in front of him. I guess he walked around the entire building or through the room.
0: He's like, (laughs) bro, bro, you got the hookup?
1: And Titus, I like, I love Titus. He's like, can I help you?
0: (laughs) You want to buy some weed?
1: And the man immediately like runs his hook through his hand, and then just to spice things up, grabs a pair of gardening shears. And as he's like about to stab him, Titus is screaming, "Seriously, don't do that! It's all good." (laughs) 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 Uh, Jack Black.
0: I don't understand Ben's plan here. Like, I'm going to murder this ancillary person who the other people don't know, won't see, and it won't affect them in any way.
1: Absolutely. It's like, literally, he's just killing for killing. There doesn't seem to be any reason behind it.
0: Okay, great.
1: <laughs> this is kind of like like I said about one, that one killing ago, the maid, when they killed the maid. I was like, Why? <laughs> What is the point of this?
0: <laughs> this is bears so little re- I wonder if this was a situation where someone wrote a horror script about, you know, island killings or whatever. And in order to get it greenlit, they had to say, oh, it's a, it's a sequel to uh, I Know You Did Last Summer, that big hit. And they just took this pre-existing plot and like bolted on the stuff at the front about it being related to that somehow.
1: That's entirely possible. I don't know the original book. I don't know if there are ever sequels to that book. Or if it plays into that at all, or if this is just a standalone thing that some script writer wrote.
0: (laughs) Sounds like you got some research to do.
1: I will do that too, because I have wanted to read the book. So, back in the US, we have a beat up and broken armed Ray. And he is pawn shopping his engagement ring for a gun.
0: Okay. I mean, not a bad idea considering what he thinks he's up against.
1: Exactly. But the pawn shop owner is like, are you sure you, you know, want to do what you're clearly doing? Also, is he
0: still <laughs> in, like, a hospital gown?
1: He's not in a hospital gown, but he's clearly like, has, he's got scratches and bruises and he's got a sling on. Like, he looks pretty beat up. Anything, also, is there no
0: waiting list or anything? No, apparently
1: there is a waiting period, but he talks to the guy. He's like, there's, like, I'm not waiting and you're going to Give me this gun <laughs> and you're going to load this for me. And the pawn shop owner is like, OK.
0: <laughs> wow. That's, uh, again, a harsh indictment of America's gun <laughs> system. <laughs>
1: Crazy. And he's like, even like, like I said, the pawn shop owner is like, are you sure, buddy? Like, you look like you've had a rough time. Are you sure you want to do whatever you're about to? He's like, the pawn shop owner knows he's like going to go use the gun for something bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, again, I, I, I don't want to get political, but... <laughs> Not Wild, inaccurate. Even
1: in
0: <laughs> yeah. Worse now, I would say.
1: So the next day at the hotel is super rainy. Clearly the storms are rolling in. The phones aren't still not working. And Carla talks the boys into go doing their own thing while she and Julie go work out. And so they go off for like a run or something, and Carla finds a tanning bed and talks Julie into it. She's like, Some UV will do you some good, it'll lighten up your mood and Carla goes Uh-oh. to finish her workout.
0: Is she going to get fried by some Rube Goldbergian hacking up the tanning bed?
1: If only she wasn't the main character.
0: Oh, that's right. It's nothing interesting going to happen to her.
1: And it's definitely not Rube Goldbergian. <laughs> well,
0: while- no, I just want every movie to be Final <laughs> Destination. I just want to say that. <laughs>
1: they should be. So while Carla is working out, she hears a thumping from a side room and goes to investigate because that's where that's all they do.
0: Man, I don't want to say people deserve to die, but like, they kind of are not doing their best to avoid it.
1: Well, at this point, nobody thinks there's a murderer. So I guess it would not be weird in the context. Like if I was just randomly at a hotel and heard a thumping noise, maybe I'd go look.
0: What about the hotels? Like, hey, that maid and Derek, they never clocked out.
1: Yeah, they were going to go look for Derek the next morning, but so far nobody's done that.
0: And the maid's like, she was supposed to bring the laundry, but we just <laughs> like found this name, bloody pile of laundry They never mentioned the maid in the ever hall. again. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, well, I guess we're never going to, like, think about that.
1: It's actually not that they don't mention the maid. It's just funny that, like, yeah, apparently the maid hasn't clocked out, and I assume she's not there this morning, so I don't know what's going on yet, but we'll right. find out. Right,
0: and, Charlie. like, did, did uh, Ben there, like, take the cart, like, oh, well, to make it look real, i take this cart to the laundry room and start the laundry.
1: Well, you'll see. You'll see, Sam. Okay. We haven't gotten there yet, because we got sidetracked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you mean, like, the entire episode is nothing but us getting sidetracked? <laughs>
1: So, Carla, here's the thumb thing. She goes to investigate, and inside of that room is the washer and dryer for the facility.
0: Oh, okay. Right on
1: time. And she's like, oh, we're not supposed to put shoes in the dryer because, like, something. And spoiler, it is not shoes. It is definitely the, the body of the maid.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Also, why? Because <laughs> uh, it's funny. Okay.
1: And, like, the funny part is, is, like, did he, did the killer – it's obviously a reference back to when she threw her shoes in the dryer. Did the killer know that she threw her shoes in the dryer? Like, also, why? why
0: is he referencing that? Like, <laughs> I know Carl likes to put shoes in the dryer. That her foible, and so I'm going <laughs> to, like, like- – yeah. Sorry. This is like if in the movie Seven, if the killer wasn't killing people for the, you know, the, the Seven Deadly Sins but was killing people for like, he leaves the toilet seat up. So I'm going to jam <laughs> into a toilet for killing him. And she puts shoes in the dryer.
1: If we're going to scare her by putting the body of a maid in the dryer, like, yeah, why put the body of the maid in the dryer? There's no reason.
0: No. And again, if, he, if he's targeting Carla, why is he like, that doesn't terrorize Julie to target Carla with her foibles. No,
1: it's very odd. And she like screams And then we switch over to Julie's scene, and he walks into the room. She doesn't notice she has her headphones on. And he zip ties the door of the tanning bed shut and turns it to high. Why he has a zip tie on him, who knows? I guess all good serial killers probably do.
0: Uh, Danielle, please, that's just part of any standard serial killer (laughs) backpack kit.
1: And, uh the boys decide to go find Titus in the interim to get some supplies. Yep. And they find him dead in the pool house.
0: (laughs) Okay, question about Ben's plan here. Mm -hmm. He freaks out Carla and traps Julie in the tanning bed for what would have to be the slowest death possible (laughs) while her friend is aware that something's wrong.
1: Yeah, it's like he doesn't seem to yet be attacking Carla, so it's more just like he's messing with Carla by showing there's a dead body and then like messing with Julie.
0: (laughs) Right, point is like, Carla's going to immediately let Julie out of there because it's not like he is disposing of Carla or otherwise keeping everyone else away from Julie. He's like, I'm going to slightly inconvenience you.
1: (laughs) But you would think it's really dramatic because there's a lot of screaming (laughs) that happens in the next several minutes of this movie.
0: Also, not to be, like, too down on Julie, but a uh, single zip tie is not the strongest thing in the world. You, c- you could probably, like, with leverage, push that door open and snap the zip tie.
1: It's quite possible. She's trying. She's, like, pounding on it and pushing at it. And she's I think she kind of has, like, a panic attack because she's kind of being a little a little useless and <laughs> just screaming All right. a lot. And, and Carla's screaming because she sees the dead body. And the boys find Titus dead in the pool house and then hear the screaming because apparently it's the loudest screams in the whole world. So they run back up. To the gym. And the funniest part I think of this whole movie is that they run in and Julie's like screaming her head off and banging on it. It's like, let me out, let me out. And they don't just like turn off the machine and unplug it. They like yeah. panic and they're like banging on it and trying to get the zip tie <laughs> unpulled and they like can't do it. And it gets like more and more dramatic. And you're like, just turn off the machine. <laughs> turn off the
0: machine. Also, she's only been in there like what, 15, 20 minutes? It's not like she's in danger of like, her skin cancer risk is going to be yeah, higher. She's gonna but, get it's burned,
1: like- but like she's going to be like, she's only been in there a few minutes from the time. I assume she started screaming that they ran up there.
0: Yeah, it's not like she's like, if we don't get her in two minutes, she's going to turn into ash.
1: (laughs) But you would think so, via the way that they're reacting. And then instead of just doing any of the things I just mentioned, like cutting zip tie, turning off the thing, anything, they actually, like, go and they grab a dumbbell and they just start, like, banging on it, trying to break off the handle of the (laughs) tanning bed, which they eventually do. And then she's, like, sobbing and she comes out. I'm like, Julie, it was not that dramatic. (laughs)
0: Everyone in this movie needs to take a chill pill and be like, <laughs> no maybe they while. should get some supplies from Titus to calm them down a bit.
1: And she's like, I told you, I told you. She doesn't even know about the dead bodies yet. So she's just assuming that they believe her now that they've seen a zip tie around a tanning bed. And they're like, we've got to go find the radio. If this isn't an emergency, I don't know what is. And I assume that they must fill it in on the dead bodies in the interim. <laughs>
0: of course, man. I'm so disappointed in Ben because he could have had his revenge like 70 times over already. Oh,
1: yeah. She could have been dead a thousand times. So they go to find the clerk in the hotel room so that they can get the radio. And unfortunately, he is super dead as well.
0: I mean, okay, I, I kind of get the idea of trapping these teens on an island and killing everyone else so they are suddenly alone and vulnerable, which is freaky, but, like, it's so elaborate. I know.
1: I'm assuming that's the concept, is that he just wants them to feel alone by killing the rest of the staff who had nothing to do with anything, as far as I can tell.
0: I mean, wouldn't it be easier to do something, like, from Clue, the movie Clue or, or whatever, where you, like, got like people together that you want, and then you, like, pay the staff to all just leave or otherwise get them off the island?
1: Yes, or... I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> so we're just <laughs> not going to the, the I... island. Why even bother?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Anyways, anyway. the guy, the clerk, super dead. He has a hatchet in his head and with blood on the wall behind him in the office says, I still know. And I mean, the obviously. Yeah, obviously. You know, <laughs> the radio oh, I don't true. know why I'm
0: doing this. <laughs>
1: The radio is destroyed. The dog is, I assume, missing. I dele- you never see the dog again, Sam. Well, that's
0: one blessing, because you're not going to show a dead dog. That's a sure way to tank a movie.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't see the dead dog, I actually. When I rewatched it, I kind of looked just because I was curious where the dog that was so feisty earlier went. you think it would come back into play, because they made a point of it earlier, and it does Deleted
0: not. Deleted scene.
1: As possible. Julie runs off into the rain to the docks to see if there are boats there, but all the boats are gone. Like, so yeah, because somebody- she
0: is an experienced seaman who can... <laughs> Take a boat out Well
1: she did live In that tiny town That had all the Oh uh, uh, Like she was on A seafaring town But they were all Cut loose And she finally 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 Tells them Like they're all like What's going on and She's like We're all gonna die Ben Willis is going To kill us all And they're super confused Because as you know The official word From the police From the last baby, Ben Willis is dead Yeah Yeah Was that he was That he's dead And he was just A serial killer That was like Trying to kill The teenagers And she's like Nope Like we hit him With a car We threw him Over, over the thing We thought that he was dead, but he wasn't. And then he came back and tried to kill us. (laughs) And this all happened on 4th of July, two years ago. And clearly he is not really dead and he is back. And he's going to kill us all.
0: If I was Carla or Ty at this point, I'd be like, that doesn't make any sense. Why is he killing the hotel staff? Okay.
1: <laughs> like, I'd be like... Actually, this is you, Sam. Ty is like, uh, that's definitely not what's happening because we have one person missing on this island and that's Estes the porter. And so clearly Estes the porter is the murderer.
0: You know what? Ty, 10 points for you for being <laughs> logical. And if there's anything but a movie, you'd be right. <laughs>
1: exactly. So apparently they've been there one day, they know there's not a single other person on the island, which I don't know how you would know that. Yeah, you know there's only five people on staff at this resort, but like, how do you know there's not a single other person on this entire island? It seems unlikely.
0: Why even have like, this resort doesn't make sense economically. Why pay your staff and staff this hotel during the off season when- you have fewer guests, anything, then you have to pay for staff. Like, you're losing money on this proposition. Yeah, you would have
1: shut down 4th of July. Like, there wouldn't be a 4th yeah. of July weekend.
0: <laughs> you shut down for a few weeks, furlough your staff for those few weeks, like you do every year or whatever, give them vacation, whatever. And you'd be like, all right, we'll reopen. And it would save you so much more money. You could be like, turn off the lights, save on power and electricity, batten down the hatches because there's a storm, no one's coming. Unless Ben Willis is the one who is running this hotel. <laughs> this makes no sense.
1: Yeah. And, or I assume maybe they live there. So. Uh... I don't know. Like maybe they're doing it <laughs> Even out of if they live their
0: there. <laughs> why, like, pay them to work? It's okay. You know, you're off for two weeks. Just live there and take care of things. You know, I think like the Overlook Hotel from The Shining. You know, yeah. when you have the guy take over for a few in the off season.
1: I agree. I don't I mean, understand that why didn't they didn't end well anybody.
0: either. But still,
1: <laughs> it's the same concept. I agree. Yeah. So. As far as I know, Estes is the only person left on the island besides them, so clearly Estes must be the murderer. Which, logically, I agree. Makes sense. Yeah. And back on the United States, Ray is on a bus heading to Miami.
0: He's going to swim from Florida (laughs) to the Bahamas.
1: As far as I can tell, because the the way this trip goes doesn't make any sense. He's on this bus heading to Miami. Then it flashes back. So they immediately find Estes' apartment. I have no idea how they figured out where Estes lived in
0: We this. have this giant resort. And we're knocking on every door. Estes must be in the attic or wherever.
1: And they are 100% sure it's him, uh, that he's the killer, because his apartment has voodoo stuff in it, which, I don't know, seems very stereotypical and wrong. Yeah,
0: that's profiling.
1: Yeah, Ty picks up this monkey skull and is like, oh yeah, no doubt about it. This is our guy. And I'm like, it's just a monkey skull. <laughs>
0: I mean, I have a monkey skull. Danielle, do you have a monkey skull?
1: I... Do not. Probably my Halloween supplies, but not a real everyone one. Everyone has like, a monkey's school. my
0: point, Danielle. Like, if, <laughs> if we uh, assumed everyone with a monkey's school is a murderer, there'd be no one who isn't a murderer left on this planet.
1: <laughs> it's just kind of crazy that like, oh, it must be because he has voodoo stuff in his, in his hotel, which like, seems very questionable on the voodoo side. No, it is. And so they do find a cabinet full of lit candles, which seems unsafe, but that's a whole other argument. And it has their stuff in it. So they found Carla's hair tie, Julie's toothbrush, Ty's necklace are all in there with the candles and some spell stuff obviously going on and they're like oh no he's after us so they head back to the hotel and julie says that they should find a place out in the open where it's a bit safer but first they sure have-
0: that makes sense i know
1: i was like is it if you're out is is the Wouldn't open you barricade
0: where- <laughs> yourself in a re- like here's what i would do if i were these people <laughs> There's one crazy murderer after you, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a massive hotel. Find a single room and like barricade yourself inside of it, right? Because mm-hmm. you have to like knock, like, hey, are you in this room? No? All right. Are you in this room? <laughs> hey, you're just going to buy some time. And also, like, one room that's barricaded, you know, that's high up or something is probably easier to defend than, you know, out in an open field or whatever. Yeah, I know.
1: I was like, I don't think it's safer out in the open. <laughs> Especially during the rain, like, it's a huge like, hurricane coming through. <laughs>
0: yeah no crazy <laughs> yeah
1: I thought it was bizarre but in the they're supposed they're there to get basic supplies so weapons flashlight food etc so they can go out in the open and they take medi- those
0: things barricade yourself in a room yeah you're all I, I you're do all not disagree dumb.
1: I thought it was a weird plan so they of course immediately split up and the boys go to find supplies while the girls I don't know hang out in the lobby like they're not doing anything useful
0: uh, just chilling
1: and Julie sees this large globe decoration that's in one of the, that's kind of off to the other side It's spinning and she's like that's weird so she walks towards (laughs) and just as she's walking towards it the power goes out
0: so julie once again wandering off
1: she is and carla just stands across the room from her for fun by herself (laughs) i was like i kept waiting for carla to get like taken out because i was like she's just standing there looking scared
0: This is clearly where Carl's going to die. <laughs> uh,
1: so Julie walks up to the globe and she finds Brazil on it. And when she's looking at it, she like goes, you know, across and she looks at the capital. The capital of Brazil is not Rio de Janeiro, just FYI. Right. It's, Re- it's Brasilia.
0: <laughs> right. I was like, I don't know if this movie is making a joke about how American education is that bad <laughs> or if this radio station. but I'm like, that's not the capital, but still. <laughs>
1: And she's like, "Huh, <laughs> and appearing behind her out of the dark, of course, is Estes, and he basically says, "Yeah, the capital of Brazil is Brazilian, not
0: Rio, of course, Rio's the biggest city.
1: <laughs> they all uh rush forward, and like everybody you know they hear her scream because she screams, and everybody rushes forwards and throws him against the wall and ties like You're the murderer he's like i'm I'm really not." <laughs>
0: You could have done better to you know, assert his innocence than just sneaking up behind her watching watch her looking at her glow. I know, look
1: at all sketchy. And he's like, I found the bodies this morning and the radio was already broken, so I couldn't do anything about that. And I took your stuff because they're like, you have our stuff in your room. And he's like, I stole your things to do a protection spell. like, I'm trying to keep you safe.
0: Oh, yeah, that that tracks. Yeah,
1: and that's all you hear about the voodoo, Sam. <laughs> that's the end of the voodoo. <laughs> Man. Why I was in there, I don't
0: know. I was like, this, this movie is like... I mean, it's it's cute that they planted the Rio slash Brasilia thing in there, which is nice. And I was just like, I'll just go with it. Because if I was watching this movie, I'd be like, ah, I don't care enough to like yell at the movie about it being wrong. Because I don't know if it's <laughs> a, making fun of American audiences or something. So I would have totally like just not picked up on that. So that's clever. I give that props to the movie for that. But also like, What? is ben the one who like called them on the radio like hi you've won a trip this is ben willis pretending to be a radio station
1: you'll see maybe sort of
0: because i want to hear again i want to see ben in his trench coat like (laughs) putting on a radio announcer voice like all right ben you gotta uh, this is ben this is Ben. Ben. yeah that's the one
1: (laughs) you'll see sam you'll see okay great or not (laughs) does this movie explain anything you'll find out Julie believes Estes because he didn't try to hurt her or anything when he was being all creepy earlier. And she, like realized this whole thing is a setup she's like okay like the cap we didn't even get the capital right and we still won this trip like obviously this is wrong and ben willis has somehow set up this whole thing and chai chai is like this is like that's insane that is not what's happening here like maybe you're doing it you know like you're you know all this stuff that's
0: going on maybe you're the one who's murdering everybody all right okay i gotta say just because the movie calls out its own insanity does not excuse it no it does not
1: And then Estes pipes in, and he's like, oh, I know the guy that you're talking about. (laughs) Which what?
0: We hired him last week!
1: Oh, apparently, uh, Ben Willis used to work at the hotel, and lately he's- (laughs) It's crazier, Sam. And lately he's returned. He's out in the woods, and he can show them.
0: (laughs) So wait, 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 wait. Ben Willis, erstwhile fisherman slash corpse- Used to work at this hotel doing <laughs> what? I entertainment know, juggling. I don't know. So part-time fisherman, part-time groundskeeper. He returns after uh, presumably a year of absence, a year or two years of absence. Oh, I
1: think it's even longer than that.
0: Well, anyway, Sans a hand, so down one hand, up one hook, and they're like, "Sure, we'll hire you back again, no problem." I don't think
1: they hired him. I think he's just literally Estes is like, "Well, I've seen him out in the woods by the orchards. Like, he's I think he's just creeping on the property." How
0: No one like keep tabs on the coming and going to people from this island? I don't know. (laughs) this is a small, presumably private island owned by this resort company. Like, oh yeah, we let Ben and Titus live here. That's totally not gonna be a problem for our guests.
1: As far as I know, that's exactly what's happening, because they don't explain otherwise.
0: Ridiculous.
1: (laughs) So Estes volunteers to show them, you know, where he's been hanging out, and Julie's like, yeah, let's do this. Like, I'm over this. We need to kill him, get on. This is gonna be
0: safe. (laughs)
1: So Estes tell, as they're all walking out there together, Estes tells them that the guy uh, that Ben lived there with his wife and his two kids, a girl and a boy, but one day the wife disappeared. And eventually they found the body in pieces. Dun dun dun. <laughs> what? <laughs> And there's some mysterious, you know, potential mysterious backstory yeah, yeah, yeah. as to why it all happened. And he takes them to well, i I'm, a- I'm assuming
0: the kids disappeared too. Or maybe not. Maybe we'll find out.
1: Everybody but the point just is, disappeared off the island.
0: Why do we have this backstory
1: for Ben? I think so. They could have a second movie <laughs> and explain why they're in the Bahamas.
0: <laughs> I mean- I again, I think a much better move would be like Ben is working his day job, trying to make enough money to continue his. meal. Like, I blew all my money last Fourth of July on this killing spree. It didn't work out. <laughs> now I gotta do it again, and so he's working. Up, he's like, get the vacation days. Got to have the vacation days. Like, but I want to make it special this time. So he's like, sets up the whole Bahamas thing as an excuse to like, I want to make it the Bahamas. I've always wanted to go. I can two birds with one stone, you know.
1: Yes, that's uh, what really happened. <laughs> This is just Estes. Estes is in on it. He's trying to give him a legitimate backstory.
0: I just don't think, like, even if, if we stick with this movie, like, he doesn't need a backstory. His motivation is they tried to kill him and he's a dick. <laughs> he's taking revenge. Like, why do we need his whole, like, sob story about his wife it's, and kids? Every time you
1: get a sequel, Sam, you have to, like, explain more and more and then it gets worse and worse. It's just how sequels work in horror movies.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm I'm very upset. <laughs>
1: And so she, he takes them out to the to their property, and there's a graveyard out there where the wife is buried. And there's what? There's a graveyard on this
0: island. We got everything on this island. <laughs> and
1: the wife is buried, and one of the headstones has Julie's name spray painted on it.
0: I guess he's just like into recycling.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's an empty grave. And she's- well,
0: getting things ready. Like, it doesn't want to waste a headstone. She's
1: prepared, yeah. So yeah. So she basically, like, screams into the storm. She's like, I'm not
0: dying on this
1: island. You can come and get me if you want me. You know, just doing the general.
0: Wouldn't that, like, mean she would be dying if if you he got know, her?
1: I actually thought that when she yelled it.
0: <laughs> All right, good.
1: And then Estes kind of just disappears. Like, he just wanders off.
0: <laughs> i show you to the graves. This is a serial killer. About. I'm, I'm <laughs> out. See I you go. later, guys.
1: So Estes disappears, and Will's like, um, I'll go find him. And they're like, no, we shouldn't split up. We need to stay together.
0: Oh, now you stay together yeah, out in the no, graves, literally say
1: Like, we need to stay together. And Will's like, no, I'm going to go find him. And she's like, oh, and Ty goes, I'll meet you back at the hotel. And so much for sticking together because Will, like, runs off there. And Julie's like, hey, no, come. That's a bad idea. <laughs>
0: They are incompetent <laughs> at survival.
1: Yeah, because she immediately was like the only way to survive is to stick together and then Will's like, I'm gonna go find Estes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, that was really funny, so back in somewhere, it's either Miami or the Bahamas. It's very unclear, but somehow Ray has made it to the like the guy who was running the ferries to the the island, so I m- he must be in the Bahamas. how <laughs> I don't know. you missed the plane. He goes from the bus in Miami well, to yeah, to to the
0: through the hurricane to the Bahamas.
1: <laughs> it's hysterical
0: I want to see I, I really want to imagine just riding the shark from Jaws like let's go He's they like, hold on to the thing to as it like drags him to the water
1: i have to assume that's what freddie prince Tudor was doing
0: man see everyone else's journeys in this movie are way more interesting than the actual plot
1: <laughs> and so he basically like holds the gun to the the boat guy because the boat's like the guy is like uh have you not noticed there's a hurricane like i'm not taking you anywhere and then he holds the gun to him and is like you were gonna let me borrow the boat <laughs> and the guy's like sure okay go for
0: it <laughs> Take the boat, but I'm not going with you. well, yeah, he
1: knows how to ride a boat though, because it's he works on a
0: yes, riding a boat's like riding a bike.
1: (laughs) I think he just knows because he's lived on it like a.
0: I'm not squatter the whole his whole life. He's a fisherman, Daniel. Of course, he knows how to use a boat. (laughs)
1: Back at the hotel, they raid the kitchen, they get some knives, and then they go to get some food from the pantry. So there's a noise. They're like looking through the, the pantry. They hear a noise in, I think, probably the deep freezer area, but the power is out, so I don't think Why actually Why are they freezer. raiding
0: the pantry? Like, are they going to go camp out in the graveyard? Yeah, no, they hungry.
1: Ty's like, I'm hungry. We need some food before we go do all this. Oh,
0: <laughs> priority is my dude.
1: <laughs> so they open the door of the freezer, and they're all standing there with their knives, you know, ready to pounce, and it turns- And they
0: like, get locked in the freezer, right?
1: Well, and then- no, it turns out oh, okay. that it's Nancy, the bartender, and she, like, runs forward and starts hitting Ty with, like, the, I don't know, something that she finds, and she's like, beats him to the ground, which is pretty funny.
0: Nancy, see she had the right idea.
1: Yeah, she was hiding out. <laughs> that's what she said, too. She's like, that's my that's my hiding space. You interrupted.
0: <laughs> Clearly. Better plan than what any of these numbskulls got. Yeah, I would have locked it, though. I'm not
1: sure I would have, like, why would you not barricade the door?
0: Yeah, obviously.
1: Anyway, but she, they just open it up. So Nancy comes out of the freezer, and then Will has found Esti. And Estes is out by the waterline He's pulling a boat in And he's like, dude, you have a boat? Like, why didn't you tell us that you had a boat? You said that we were gonna, like, go together (laughs) And then he ran off And Estes mutters under his breath That they're not going anywhere together And then swings an oar at Will's head And Will collapses to the ground And Ray is cruising the boat to the island In killer waves and he's trying to get a signal out to the Coast Guard, but it kind of keeps fading in and out. And I guess doing that before he left the mainland was too hard or like,
0: right. like calling can...
1: from America or
0: calling Guy. <laughs> like, took the <laughs> longest route in the dumbest way.
1: It just seems like there are many ways to be like, there's, you know, my girlfriend's on this island and there's a murderer loose. <laughs>
0: Apparently not.
1: So they're all standing around at the kitchen and Nancy asks who's doing all of this. She's like, I've never seen a dead body. What's going on? Like, And Ty's like, don't even ask. Don't get Julie started because you're not going to believe it anyway. And <laughs> you know what? I haven't even seen a killer yet. I mean, you've seen a lot of dead bodies though, Ty. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: you've seen the, it's like, I haven't seen gravity yet, but things keep falling. I don't know what is causing it.
1: He's like, so I haven't even seen a killer yet. And then immediately the hook man drops from the ceiling.
0: Oh, he was Spider-Manning. Awesome.
1: <laughs> to plunge his hook into his neck.
0: Into Ty's neck
1: Yeah, Ty is dead
0: Okay, well, that was fast
1: <laughs> And it's right after It's very, uh, deeply see Like, right after he says the line Like, I haven't even seen a killer
0: <laughs> And and Nancy's just like Alright, well, that was weird And <laughs> walks off
1: <laughs> And they all scream And they're running for it And it should be noted That during this movie The hook man, Ben Willis He just, like, walks Does that plodding walk That all serial killers do Where they just kind of, like Casually walk behind everybody But somehow always manage To be in front of them <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he's just like slowly walking through the hotel as they're all like running up the stairs and trying to get into the attic. And they barely make it in there because somehow he catches up with them
0: as climbing oh, Again, yeah, I want to see like when the camera's not on Ben, he's like running down the hall. Like, oh, and then you're like, oh, they're turning look. He's like red light, green light. He stops. like, casually walk, casually walk. Okay. They're not okay. Run, 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 run. <laughs>
1: it has got to be what's happening, because otherwise, how does he catch up to them as they're climbing into the attic? And they're running across the beams? and apparently this is the oldest building known to mankind, because if you step off the beans, the floor starts to give way.
0: I mean, there are a lot of, like, attics that are unfinished that just have drywall covering it's them and, basically, and insulation. basically, I think,
1: what must be going on, because they... Like constantly breaking through the thing. Carlo almost falls through and then he finally manages with his hook hand to like break through the attic door and, and climbs up there and he catches Carla and they fall through the very old rafters to a hotel bed below.
0: Ooh. Maybe he's just romantically Who interested in Carla. He?
1: Yeah, we did say that that might be the case. Oh no, that was with Julie. I'm getting all my characters confused. I
0: don't know. Who, who can keep straight of what we said in this episode, Danielle?
1: <laughs> this is where we realize that Carla is useless. She was kind of useless when her foot was trapped in the ceiling and she was like trying to pull it out. That's how she got caught because she was just doing absolutely yeah. nothing to be helpful. But she actually crawls across his body, Ben's body on the uh, bed to like get to the other side of the room so she can get to the exit. And instead she like, crawls across it instead of just like I don't know throwing something at him she he's literally down like he's down he's on the bed she crawls across him and he doesn't reach for her until she's already off the bed so she had all that time to like hit him with something
0: man (laughs) just doesn't take the the opportunity Yeah.
1: So she just runs around the room and she eventually climbs out of the balcony and jumps off of it and it lands on the greenhouse roof that's below and looks up and, and Ben Willis, who was like standing at the balcony, disappears. And somehow that doesn't break the greenhouse, but as she stands up to like walk across it, the it starts Glass to crack cracks. and yeah, then yeah. she falls through it. And it's just like you landed on you literally fell. You didn't on it. know
0: that glass has dramatic timing, did you?
1: <laughs> it was crazy. So all the other girls like run after her, Nancy and Julie. They like run downstairs, are trying to find the the greenhouse below. But when they get to the greenhouse door, it's locked with the chain because apparently Ben Willis is like on top of things. <laughs> Just in case she fell into the greenhouse.
0: I'm telling you, he must have been here for a planning all the shenanigans, rigging the karaoke machine, all that kind of stuff.
1: I have to assume. So it's locked with a chain, not even just a normal, you know, lock. And there are keys actually sitting there where they're trying, like, there's like, it's one of those ones that has like 20 different keys on it. So they keep trying one, they can't get it open. And meanwhile, the hook man comes in the other door, which is open. <laughs>
0: Also, if the door was open, they could have left. B, <laughs> I know. It's a greenhouse. Smash your way out. <laughs> it's
1: wild. And so she's just like screaming at the door like, let me out, let me out. And the, and just the- <laughs> smash the
0: window. Get out. Which <laughs> not, you can throw a plant through there. People will understand. Well,
1: and also like Car- Carla's just like I said, she's useless in this movie because she's just standing there screaming. And I'm like, you're in a greenhouse. There are like planters. Like there's so many things to pick up and throw at him earlier. She was like covered like when she fell through on top of all the or, plants. Or again,
0: just break out of the greenhouse. You're right,
1: there's like there's just a zillion things she could be doing and she's just standing there screaming that they need to open the door and eventually Julie is like, Okay, we're not gonna get this open so she runs over and she breaks the emergency axe box that's on the wall and
0: she, she takes- says why would you have a fire axe in a greenhouse? <laughs>
1: it's like- right outside of it it's like in the hotel with the door that leads into the greenhouse so she takes the axe out and then she of course breaks the window and pulls carla through the the window of the door finally this would be
0: a good time to attack i don't know ben with your giant axe now yes,
1: yes. and actually i think i was thinking that because he's on the other side of the door like you know being surly on the opposite literally like a foot away from each other and i was like what is it yeah <laughs> but no They constantly run away from him. And I'm like, you need to kill the sucker. He's not going to stop coming after you. No kidding. So they decide to run for the emergency shelter that was mentioned earlier for the storm.
0: Is this almost over? Yes. (laughs) Okay, great.
1: (laughs) And there's this great scene where they like, if they run into the emergency shelter, it's all dark inside there. It's like one of those ones that has the stairs that go down, you know, kind of underground thing. Sure. Carla's like, I'm scared. She's like, just grab my hand and she's like, I have your hand and then she's like, No, no, you don't and then lights finally oh, yeah, flicker on and it's just a dead body. Apparently, Ben has put oh. all of the dead bodies into this emergency shelter. It's so like every person's gotta put them, them ki-
0: somewhere. Yeah,
1: he's every person he's killed in the entire island is now in this shelter with them. I
0: don't I just want to see Ben like running around like okay, I get this body from here, gotta get this body from there, gotta get them all these bodies and, and why put mommy putting place. them in like, the shelter. <laughs> right. It's not like you gotta hide them, like people are like, Oh, they'll find out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're the only people on the island it's very weird so they're all screaming, and the you know those lights come on, and they see all the dead bodies, and then Will shows up just in time and gets them gets them all out.
0: Wait, wait, wait! Why not stay in the? I know there are dead bodies in the emergency shelter. That's creepy, but like, still probably safer.
1: Yeah, I would not disagree. But Will talks them into it because he comes out and he's like, "Estes just attacked me, and I saw the hook Man, the guy, the the slicker on the beach, and so I think we should head to the hotel because that's like he's not he's not at the hotel, so it's a safe place to be. And he appears to but be- like
0: a shelter has one door you can never mind. I do
1: not disagree Sam. <laughs> yes, it's creepy to hide with the dead bodies, but it's probably safer. All right. Will, meanwhile, appears wounded. He keeps grasping at his stomach and, you know, everybody gets into the hotel and kind of like the dining area and they send Carla and Nancy off to go get the emergency kit from the lobby and Julie's trying to help Will with his wounds. So she's like pulling on his clothes. He's covered in blood. So he's like pulling on his clothes trying to find this wound and she's like, there's so much blood, but I can't find a wound. Like, where is it? What's Like, where are you bleeding from? And Will does this like creepy smile and he says, that's because it's not my blood
0: oh no he killed estes oh no is this ben's son
1: uh you'll find out
0: (laughs) because that is very stupid if so
1: (laughs) and he says that's because it's not my blood and then goes what's your favorite radio station Uh Uh-huh. And Julie screams as he pulls her out the door. And somehow nobody hears her, even though they're, like, in the next room over. And they could hear her scream from the gym all the way down to the pool house.
0: Well, the rain came in, Danielle. I don't know. Yep.
1: Uh, Back in the lobby, they find the emergency kit. But Estes suddenly appears with a pole through his chest. And he's gasping. And I don't know why, because he doesn't say anything. He just falls on top of Nancy.
0: I'm glad he made all that effort, too. (laughs) Yeah. Get to the hotel the pole, and just, just to die immediately. It's
1: bizarre. He doesn't say a single thing. He doesn't do anything helpful. He assumedly walked all the way from the line of the beach into the hotel.
0: Everyone is useless in this movie.
1: <laughs> and the hook man shows up right behind him, and Carla does nothing. She just stands there in shock. And- he pushes the pole through Estes and into Nancy who's like beneath him and kills them. I both. mean
0: that's just efficiency. That's just <laughs> a is. good use of resources. It was.
1: It was his best kill by far. <laughs> so Carla skates backwards and falls through another door.
0: <laughs> cool. And she's dead presumably.
1: Uh presumably, because we don't see her for the remainder. Will is whining. He's dragging Julie through the woods and he's like, it's always all about you. You never take responsibility for anything. You're so whiny. It's all about your school and your. It's, life is so hard and my friends died and blah, blah, blah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of love him, Shill. I know.
1: And she's like, tell me why. What's going on? And he's like, oh, oh come on. She's a Backstreet on. Boys fan. He's like, just think about it. My name is Will Benson. Ben's son. <laughs>
0: It's, that sucks.
1: Isn't it stupid?
0: That sucks. <laughs> Boo. And movie, his name is ben,
1: ben Willis and Will Benson. I was like, you guys didn't even try.
0: <laughs> I mean you could just why is his name not like Will Wilson? I don't know. Or Will Wilson Willis or whatever.
1: <laughs> and and then he's like, oh, it's Ben's son. And he's like, oh hi dad. And they uh the guy with the hook for the hand shows up.
0: So let's take a step back to Ben's life here for again. So let's, <laughs> let's revisit Ben, the serial killer, in his off time. First movie, he gets hit by a kind of like, I got to kill these teens. They killed me or tried to. And so he goes around killing some teens, doesn't get them all, and eventually gets dumped back in the ocean. Gets out of that situation like, all right. Got to find my son. I'm going to hook up with him. We're going to make this into a family business. And I'm going to instantly get him on board with teen murdering because, you know, maybe he killed the mom (laughs) and he's already a serial killer. And he's like, just like, I don't understand. Like, I want to see him, like, sit down, like, son, it's time we had the talk. The talk about when it's time to murder.
1: I assume maybe, like, because I think he killed his wife, but I'm just like, maybe the kid was raised from a young age. You never see Will kill anybody, but he's somehow involved in all of this.
0: And he's like, all right, you're going to enroll in the school. We have faked your transcripts. We get everything you need to get in the school. And you're going to take this class. And you're going to follow this girl for the entire year. And you're going to try to be romantic with her, but it's never going to go anywhere. You're not going to try that hard. You want to scare off and you can have this whole elaborate radio thing instead of just giving her some tickets or inviting her on a trip with your family or whatever. But trust me, son, this is how you win a woman's heart.
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually have a note in my thing that says, so the actual plan of this murder, who magically didn't die, was not to kill them in the city that they already lived in. <laughs> Yeah. But, but to get his son to potentially become friends with Julie in some kind of long con.
0: Yes. And then have
1: them win a fake trip, get his son invited by taking out Ray, who may or may not have actually ever wanted to go on the trip in the first place. And then once they get to the Bahamas, they murder them in his original favorite killing place just because, it's, I don't know, fun. And then you kill the entire hotel staff
0: just because. And also, like, you know, there's no guarantee that you would have invited another friend because it wasn't even Julie who invited Will in the first place. It was Carla.
1: Yeah, it's like they only had two people in her life. Like, there was not a, like a fourth person that they could have invited. There was not another best friend, another, like... Oh, uh,
0: this, this plan is stupid. <laughs>
1: it's wild. It's Like, it's... The idea that this is actually what would happen is crazy. So before hook man can kill her he like grabs her and he's like i'm gonna kill you
0: <laughs> yeah monologuing of course
1: <laughs> just a little bit ray shows up dramatically he has made it to the island yeah
0: i told you the human and the shark and jaws they, they got the hookup
1: they did and he has his gun with them and ben's like he
0: just shoots him right just shoots him right away <laughs> doesn't hesitate
1: ben is like you're not a killer you're not gonna shoot me that's my job like i'm the killer like what are you what are you gonna do? You're not gonna kill me. Shoot him. And, <laughs> and Ray does pull the trigger, but apparently it's like an empty spot because the pawn shop guy left one just I give I guess give him chance to think about his life choices. He,
0: he likes like a Rush Roulette style, like <laughs> yeah. okay. I get. It. Well, then pull the trigger again.
1: Well, yeah, you think he would do that, but instead of firing in to see if maybe there are actual bullets in there, he
0: throws the gun I at him. Know,
1: he stands there just a beat too long, and Will like rushes him. There's a good spot where he could have shot again. Like there's like this three second pause, and then Will like runs at him. And the- I
0: know it's surprising, but like, like I mean. I've seen people use computers when they try to print a document, and if they click the print button, nothing happens. Immediately, they click it, like, seven more times. Yeah, like, I imagine keep shooting. it would do the same thing. You pull the trigger, <laughs> you'd immediately pull it again, like, why is this working?
1: You think that's what happened, but he doesn't. He just stands there, he's like, huh, the gun didn't work. And so Will is, like, beating him up, the gun flies off, and he asks his dad if he wants in on it, and his dad's like, yeah, stand Ray up. And then, so I guess, so he can, like, rush him with his hook hand. So, he stands Ray up, and he as he runs at him, Ray Elbows Will in the face, which causes him to like kind of break free, and then Ben manages to stab his own son with his hook hand. I
0: <sighs> hooks curve, right? <laughs> Does he have like his hand like backwards to get the point towards the people? Like I don't understand how this all works.
1: Well, just watch the movie, Sam. You'll see a lot of hook killings. <laughs> okay, you'll, you'll get the uh, get the flair for it.
0: Also. What a substantially less interesting motive for the like, guy just to be some random killer as opposed to out for revenge. Well, he's still out for revenge. But like, he's out for revenge and it just happens to be a serial killer from before, too. Like, that's not interesting.
1: <laughs> I don't know if he was, a, like, I guess he wasn't a
0: serial killer, he just killed his wife. So I mean, I mean, as we know of, maybe he, like, he seems to have At no compunction point, killing yes. random people. So I imagine his wife was, like, not the first or last of his killings. Yes,
1: there's, there's many reasons why Scream is a better movie, Sam, and... <laughs>
0: that's scream. In the first, I know you did the best nope, last summer. I
1: know, but I'm just saying that, like, motivation between, behind the scream killers is much better than the motivation behind the I know what you did last summer killer.
0: No, I think I know what you did last summer has a really good motivation in the first movie. He's like, out for revenge. That's yeah, clean, it's simple, it's easy to understand. But he's I think, still
1: a serial killer. Like, technically, the same motivation holds, you just don't realize that's the motivation in the first movie.
0: Well, yeah, but the motivation is less relevant is what I'm talking about, because it's no longer like, he's killing people anyway, this happens to be like a new target. Yes. It doesn't, like, turn a into a killer like it did in the first one, presumably.
1: Yeah, I mean, they kind of just, they suggest in the first one that he also just likes to kill.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, who knows?
1: So, anyway, he's dying. His, everybody looks super surprised because he did not expect to kill his own son. Bummer.
0: <laughs> oh, well, let me cry you a river.
1: Then Julie, apparently not afraid of killing anybody, uh, picks up the gun and shoots the heck out of Ben. <laughs> she she doesn't have that issue. She just keeps hitting the trigger.
0: And this is where you say, Ray, we're, we're, we're done. You I can't deal with you anymore. So.
1: Ben falls into the grave meant for her. And mud starts to like cover whomp him whomp. up as the rain pounds down. And neither of them seem to check anybody for a heartbeat. So who knows? Maybe they're not dead. There's a third oh, is movie. Is there a third
0: movie? Yes. I still think I know what you did last summer, maybe?
1: No. What is the title of the third movie? Oh, I think it's like I always know what you did last summer or something. Okay.
0: That's, bad. that's a better title, actually. <laughs> what would the fourth one be that you think? You'd be like, I forgot what you did last summer, but I'm trying to remember. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know, but there is a remake coming out on Amazon this month in October.
0: Oh, okay. So it'll
1: it'll be out, I think, by the time this releases.
0: I still want to hear, like, the memoir of me remembering what you did last summer.
1: (laughs) Back in the day.
0: We have Ben Willis on, who's going to tell us about his memoir. Yes, thank you for having me on. This is the book I wrote about remembering what I did last summer (laughs) because I didn't want to forget.
1: It'd be like funny to start that all low key that interview, and then it turns out he's a murderer. <laughs> and you're like, whoa! Well, I
0: mean, you talk about <laughs> slashing teens an awful lot in your book. Is this a metaphor? <laughs> no, I just love slashing teens.
1: <laughs> I'd read that book.
0: <laughs> I'd watch that interview. <laughs>
1: Alright, so the next day is sunshiny, the Coast Guard helicopter appears. I guess at some point they managed to get through.
0: And no one has any questions for how did Julian write <laughs> up in the whole island full of dead bodies.
1: Yep, they walk into the courtyard and Carla somehow survived. I guess the hookman decided not to go after her after she fell through the door.
0: I mean, yeah, stomach wounds, notoriously <laughs> easy to survive.
1: Um, and they they hug it out. Ty's dead, but you know, he wasn't that great anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And that is kind of the end of the movie. There is a little post-final scene, as as there was in the first one, where Ray and Julie are living together. They're engaged and or married. Who knows? I know. It's awful. They seem happy, though.
0: That's the real horror of this movie.
1: (laughs) So they're having a lovely night together. And of course, she hears a noise as Ray is brushing his teeth in the bathroom. It's it's almost
0: like there are noises all the time around us (laughs) everywhere.
1: it's It's like... I don't know. It was like reality. And so she's wandering through the house again. She's already checked the locks, of course. She's like wandering through. She sees an open window. She's like, that's weird. She closes it. You know, she's doing the whole thing. It's trying to make These it people creepy. never heard of
0: alarm systems, I guess? Yeah,
1: apparently not. Not 98. They didn't exist, Sam.
0: Oh, Okay. <laughs>
1: And then she ends up back in her bedroom, and she sees this teddy bear that's, like, sitting on a chair move, and she looks at it, and you can see there's, like, a mirror by it. She sees the mirror, and she sees the face of the hand guy underneath her bed, and suddenly she's pulled under the bed and pulled across the floor, and that's the end of the movie.
0: Clearly a dream, because he is not supernatural. <laughs> He's just a fisherman who apparently loves stabbing.
1: Well, he's managed to survive this far, Sam.
0: All right. Well, that was dumb.
1: (laughs) That's all Slasher flicks kind of are.
0: (laughs) I mean, some are less dumb than that. Like, I was on board mostly with, like, him getting to the island, isolating them, and killing them, because that's just fun. But, like, the whole, like, unnecessary twist about his son. I know. (laughs) Why? Why even bother with that?
1: And I can't remember, like, I've seen this movie before, it's been quite a while, but I've seen it before. And when they showed Will the very, very first scene, I was like, he's the killer, (laughs) as soon as they showed him. And I was like, I wonder if that's because I remembered that from the last movie somewhere in my head, or if it was just so obvious that obviously the new boyfriend would be the killer.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Man, I still think a better move would be the life and times of Ben Willis as he plans his murder and like arranges all the stuff and like gets on the plane. And he's like, oh, I got to get the scheduling app going because I got to keep everything straight. My Google calendar is full with murder, murder, move bodies to the shed, murder.
1: I think you should write them. I think that could be a, definitely a winner.
0: Well, we should talk to Amazon since they're remaking this and we can see if they'll do it from the killer's perspective, put a new twist on it.
1: It would be something different for Halloween.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that movie,
1: <laughs> Welcome. A rousing uh, rendition and addition to our Sucre uh, Torts. It's um
0: definitely a slasher film of sorts. I'll try to pick a good one for next year, too. <laughs> Man, that ending is just so disappointing. <laughs> it
1: is a wild ending. You're kind of like, what the
0: heck? I was like, everything was kind of fun and campy and and weird, and then it was like, oh yeah, suddenly he's just a serial killer. He killed his wife. He has a kid. Does he have another kid? They I don't remember if he has another kid. It was kid a boy and a
1: girl, which seems very open ended because I actually yeah, thought exactly. for a minute maybe Nancy was going to be the girl. They give each other a super weird look at one point, Nancy and Will, and I That'd was be like, maybe it's a sister, and then she dies, yeah, yeah. and I was like, nope, she's not the sister. <laughs>
0: Or, like, maybe she comes back in the in the other... The next sequel, I always wrote you to last summer, is the sister.
1: Yeah, she's not really dead, it's all a lie.
0: Will wasn't dead either, like, that's the point.
1: Well, we assume Will got stabbed by his dad.
0: No, I mean, Will was, like... If he survived to become a... a oh, right. A, a I assume
1: steal. this is like... I don't know what the third one's about, but it would be a shame if you wasted the idea that there's a third psychotic yeah. serial killer out there.
0: <laughs> and now it could come back to she was just a CPA, right? Just living her best life.
1: <laughs> she didn't even remember that. When she learned that her head. brother
0: and father were killed. And she's like, time to take revenge. And that's her motivation. <laughs>
1: I'd watch that too. I should watch the third one.
0: I mean, that, you're I'm not going to.
1: <laughs> of course you're not. You're not even going to watch the first one.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't care that much. I'm sorry. You have not sold me on this franchise, I'm afraid.
1: <laughs> the first one's pretty good. And the first one has, well, obviously, Freddie Prinze Jr. Also has Ryan Philippa and Sarah Michelle Geller in it.
0: Yeah, I, I remember Sarah Michelle Geller was in that. She's just not a huge drop for me. I'm sorry. Oh, that's a shame. i don't have your associations with her but yeah i don't know i think it's just really weird that these killers want to be all cutesy about i'm benson yeah (laughs) benson aren't i a stinker so that's dumb and the movie sounds like it's a it'd be a fun group watch Yeah,
1: it was a fun solo watch but yes it would be a fun group watch that whole series i think most teen slasher flicks are probably fun group watches
0: well, listeners out there, if you have ideas for what Ben could be doing to his off time in the <laughs> long months between murder sprees on the 4th of July, please let us know.
1: Yeah, we know Sam covered a lot of that, but I'm sure there's something oh, in there.
0: Oh, I the surface. You could do like a whole sitcom season of like the day in the life of Ben Willis. <laughs> a murder sitcom. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, they've tried to do other weirder sitcoms before, so who knows? (laughs) It's true. So if you want to send us your ideas for the Ben Willis non-killing times, what he's up to, you can reach us at BookRetorts.com.
1: You can also tweet Instagram or Facebook us at BookRetorts.
0: And if you like what we do and want to hear more of our weirdness, you can support us on Patreon.com slash BookRetorts.
1: Patreon! (laughs) do that every time.
0: (laughs) You do that every time, and it's... (laughs) So charming. (laughs) No, I don't say charm. I was gonna say amazing. Low enthusiasm and like (laughs) muted. That seems like you don't even care. (laughs)
1: Our Patreon is awesome, everybody. You should check it out. It has, We get stickers. We have little uh, shorts that we do that are amazing. It's just like the best Patreon in the entire world. Was
0: that- uh, Was not. <laughs> Again, that's going too far the other way. <laughs> so There is no winning with Sam, everybody. <laughs> there isn't. Absolutely not. Before we dig ourselves a hole any deeper, let's wrap this up. I will say thank you so much for joining us for Spook Retorts. Spook
1: Retorts.
0: As always, it's been a blast. And until next time, don't get invited to the Bahamas and murdered, I guess. Don't uh,
1: answer the wrong answer with a question on the radio show. Know <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. your geography, everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, study your geography. That's the real answer to the, to the episode here. <laughs> that is here. the
1: moral lesson of I still know what you did last summer.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, with that, uh, we'll see you all next time. Bye. Take care, everybody.
1: You should just cut together all your entire story of him. It could be like a release, a Patreon release of you.
0: Oh, like now in The Simpsons, they have like the McBain movie and they all together from all the seasons, you find like an actual like short movie. Exactly.
1: You could just cut together all of your behind the scenes footage of (laughs) the serial killer.